What is up? We are live. We got Brandon Wheeler here from Morelia House doing the old school MPR style. Live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I wanted live. <laughs> special request, man. I'm like, yeah. MPR style. Uh oh. I hear it echoing. <clears throat> cool. Yeah, we're waiting for Owen. He's a little bit late, but no worries. We'll start without him. Uh, and uh, we'll get it going. So, we, yeah, we got the chat going on here. Who, who's shocked that Owen's late? Is that what they're What's saying? Up, here? Tyler. We got Tyler in here. Chris Sexton. What's up, Chris? We got Tony. We got either Jeff or Kendra. I don't know which. You never know. What, are, what do they call them? THP call them? Gendra? Gendra? Is that what we're going to go with? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since you've been on the show, man. How you been? What, what's, what's, what you been up to? Dude, life is good, man. I'm doing better than I deserve. <sighs> Things are going great. Awesome. It's, you know, snakes are good. Family's good. Work's good. Life's good. You know, I could complain, but why? You know? Yeah. Can't ask much more than that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Cool. So you're just coming off the Northwest Carpet Fest, which uh, is the only Carpet Fest this year. Uh, What a great time, man. I had to go. Yeah, man. So you flew flew up there, right? Yeah, yeah. Me me and Tony. So Tony's getting married. Uh, Congratulations, Tony Floor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's getting married here in a couple of weeks. So we're trying to figure out to do it at his bachelor party. And we had absolutely no idea. So we're like, eh, let's just buy tickets to Carpet Fest. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So, you know, that's what we did. And it worked out and it made it fun. And, um, yeah, no, very cool time. Their their house is fantastic. Uh, Jeff and Kendra are great. You know, I I had never met them before or anything like that. So so, um, it it was cool. We, We had fun. We had yeah. Morelia bombs were flowing freely throughout the night. What is a Morelia bomb? <laughs> so a couple carpet fests ago, uh, I just just so happened to have the receipt for that was just kind of sitting on a table. And uh-huh. there's Monster and we had Jaeger. And I wanted to make a shooter that got me going because I was tired because I had drank a lot that day. And uh, one thing led to another, and they all got put together in a mix. And next thing you know, it's the Morelia bomb, and I've been making them just specifically <laughs> only carpet fests ever since. <laughs> ah, it's a carpet fest exclusive. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's always a good uh, topic starter. You know what I mean? <laughs> How many uh, Morelia bombs deep was it before it got? Uh... <laughs> Was anybody uh, dirty or not dirty? What's the uh, Sloppy? <laughs> no, we were good. Everybody was pretty well behaved. There was only like two guys that had to be cut off, and it was very gently. Oh, okay. You know I mean, no, no broken ankles. Nobody got punched in the face. <laughs> no. No crazy live streams or anything no, like that. No crazy live streams. I'm bummed though, man, because I took a lot of footage <clears throat> while I was there, and I was really excited to kind of do like a whole carpet fest video thing. Right, I got a lot of great footage, and I woke up in the morning super hungover, and unfortunately, the footage was on my phone, and I was trying to transfer it to my computer, and I was having some memory problems, and I freaking deleted like half of it. Ah, oh, damn, that sucks. And it's all the good stuff, you know, because we had a. Uh, you know, close to the end of the night, probably half the party, two thirds of the party had left. And uh, it was Nick, uh, Nick, Mark and Ryan 
we're, we're all sitting around the couch just kind of having like a round table just talking snakes and there's probably 10 other people in the room and uh it was some really cool discussion really good back and forth probably some of the stuff that was discussed wasn't meant for the internet anyway so maybe (laughs) by design that it got deleted it was one of those you had to be there kind of moments uh that's the beauty of carpet fest right you know you get to have those conversations that you can't necessarily have online yeah no hearing hearing ryan and nick go back and forth like debating each other on shit and fucking it's just fun you know they agree on everything except what they don't agree on and what they don't (laughs) (laughs) right And uh, no, nah, man, just 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 cool people, good times, cool friends, good new new friends. You know, that's what it's all about. That's my favorite thing about Carpet Fest is just every time I leave, I I, I gain something from being there. Oh, yeah, heck yeah, man. Yeah, that was that was the whole point. You know, I mean, it's hard to believe that it's <clears throat> ten years ago, eleven years ago. Hi. Oh my my little duder's home. Say hey, hi. what's up? Hi. This is how Kat. you doing? Say hi, Eric. What's up, man? Say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. You got a whole 25 people watching you, man. What's your favorite <laughs> snake? What's up? You're being weird. What's your favorite snake? I like, I like juicy. All right, buddy. You like juicy? What kind of snake is juicy? Uh, juicy. Oh, jungle python. Jungle python. <laughs> jungle python. Good job. There you go. All right, buddy. I love you. Say bye, guys. Bye. See you later. It's that yellow and black, man. Gets you every time. (laughs) So let's, uh, I don't know. Well, I'm curious about this. Like, I've noticed that as of late, you're like doing a lot more on YouTube. What brought that about? Like, what's your. Um, I I was bored. And. Okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, people kept telling me, hey, man, I used to love your videos. Hey, man, I used to love your videos, you know, because I, I had some videos. I've done YouTube on and off, you know, a lot. And um, I don't know. I just just started hatching snakes. I started getting babies laying and had the camera out. And all of a sudden, you know, I had my little edi- editor, video editor app on my phone. Right. Like, editing it all together. And I'm sitting there with my phone, figuring it all out and posting stuff, just using nothing but my Android. And I was like, all right, let's, let, let's do this. You know? So I went ahead and I got my microphone and I got power director on my, uh, on my laptop. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm not trying to be like a YouTuber. I'm not trying to be like a blogger. I'm not really trying to be anything, but when there's something interesting going on, I want to be able to talk about it with everybody. Yeah. You know, so I'm not doing anything. (laughs) I'm not doing anything on a schedule, but when I've got some cool stuff I want to share, I'm going to share it. You know, that's all it is. So that's cool. That's cool. And you had, uh, yeah, I think, I think there's a couple of, I mean, I've tried it with EB Morelia, you know, and, and then I stopped and, I think like Riley has to be the most consistent carpet python person that I know that puts out videos, you know? I mean, he he's banging it out every week and I know in the background he's saying, "Oh man, I, <laughs> I'm dreading doing that, you know, and just keep pushing through, I guess, you know." Dude, it's hard, you know, cuz when you have a wife and a kid and a family and a whole collection to clean and then you need to do the videos and then depending on what you're doing, maybe you have to edit the videos. Yeah, and, and I'm really slow at editing videos. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it, it's not a fast process for me. So that, you know, I'll spend whatever time it takes for me to film whatever I'm doing, but it might be like a full freaking 10 hour day for me to edit, <laughs> you know, 10 minutes of footage. And it's just, it, it's hard to keep up with that and still have a wife that like, isn't mad at me. So yeah, easy going on the videos you know? <laughs> I'll, I'll probably do like one a month i think that's all i can get away with yeah yeah i think uh yeah i get that for editing podcast you know it's just like as soon as i'm done editing one three more sitting in the in the queue it's like oh man okay dude, dude i have no idea how you live your life and you're still married <laughs> you don't have kids that's it i don't yeah i don't yeah that's the thing that's, that's where you got it all right <laughs> mm-hmm. but still yeah, still it can be crazy at times, but yeah. What the hell? Where the hell is Owen at? Did he quit on us? I don't know. Maybe he had enough. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> loading, loading. Where are you? Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, he has. <laughs> he has Lucas. He's holding a hostage or something. What the heck? So uh, I guess we'll get. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> I guess yeah, I guess we'll get into uh you're doing a big uh remodel, you know, and um I'm trying to figure this out as we go too and trying to you know, trying to get the technology and 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 have your room set up exactly what you want. Is that is that like is that what you're trying to do? Have Dude, it? it's 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 very one step at a time. All right, like Yeah. I, I started my remodel like a month after I bought my house, which I've owned for a little over a year now. And I, I don't know when I'm going to finish, you know, I, I, I started out, uh, it's got, and I'll post a video when it's done. Uh, I've been slowly step-by-step of the process, kind of editing stuff together and, and doing the video, but I had to excavate like a foot and a half deep, um, in my crawl space. And now I have enough clearance to where I can walk under a beam and I've got about this much room. So oh, there's wow. two beams that I can walk under and not hit my head. But if anybody <laughs> even this much taller than me, you're fucked. Oh, man. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, whatever. It's, it's my room. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and uh, so I got it excavated out, portafornic slab. So it's all concrete under there now. Um, I, I did a brick retaining wall to hold up the rest of the dirt, you know, because I had to stop trenching at one point. Um, right. And then framed on top of that, um, which that's kind of where it's at now. It's framed. And then I had some electrical ran, and I've got uh, two different circuits down there, so I can run a bunch of electricity. I just called the electrician. I'm like, look, just pretend it's going to be a grow room and just run with that. <laughs> so, like, it's really overly wired. Like, it's ready to go, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about a reptile room, right? You can never have enough outlets and power and, you know, it's – uh yeah. Yeah. I asked him like, what can the box handle? And he told me, I'm like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Full power. Cool. <laughs> so are you looking to expand into that room or are you, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Th- this room I'm in now is going to stay. Um, nothing really is going to change in here. I may switch out some of my old enclosures, um, right. some new ones eventually, but right now, you know, like this is a rack right here. I've got, and it's full, and it's got, I think it's the V32, V70 tubs, uh, I think, or what's in here. So all of those need enclosures, right? Right. And then I've got another rack that's 16 quarts and 32 quarts, and that's full. So all of those need enclosures. So it's not even like I can fit more stuff than I already have. I can just get my stuff out of racks and into enclosures, which is where I want them to be. 
You, yeah. you know, I, I'm not trying to keep carpet pythons in the V7. You know, it, it, these are great for growing, right. but they're not great for permanent enclosures. So now that I've got stuff getting up to two and a half, you know, almost two and a half years of age, almost breeding size, I, I want stuff in minimum to be in a four by two by like 18 tall. Yeah. Is my minimum but i'm doing a lot of four by two by twos um and then there will be some six footers down there for more scrubs as well um so i'm gonna get all the same type of enclosure i'm gonna have everything custom fitted perfect as, as close as i can get it and i just want it to be sick i don't really care how long it takes to get there you know just as i can afford it what's up dude i, I heard you were gonna be here so i tried to get out of it yeah, but <laughs> ain't that the truth? Yeah, I know. But uh, Eric, Eric threw a bunch of legal jargon about me being contractually obligated. So uh, here I am. Yeah, he's gonna withhold your bonus. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really a jerk behind the scenes, man. There's a you bonus. Know? <laughs> you bonus? don't get a bonus. bonus. I get the bonus. He gets. The, he keeps the bonus. Participation oh, no. bonus. That's right. I do get a participation trophy at the end of the year. Yeah. And a round of applause. <laughs> and a calendar. And a, ca a and, calendar. and a calendar. Sometimes all 12 months are in there. Yeah, there sometimes. I'm such a slacker. I forgot to post photos to get in your guys' calendar. I kept being like, I need to take pictures of stuff. You got time. It's you got till October 1st, and then and then you're a sore loser and you're cut off. All right. But, so I've got yeah. a week. All right. We'll, yeah. we'll see what's going on. We'll see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Easy there, Iper. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's... Yeah. No, not you. I'm talking to him. I said I was an asshole behind the scenes, and he's like, behind the scenes? I'm like, he's... I mean, I, I, it's, you know, behind the scenes, in front yeah. of the scenes. Yeah. I prefer uh, just to spread it all out. This, oh, we're doing live. Oh, good. I was late and fucked up live. Good. Yeah. What oh, do you, good. Why okay, do you think? Good. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, um, all right. <laughs> that's cool, man. That's cool with the build. You know, I know, I know Owens has done it. Um, you know, so here's, here's something like I have this room downstairs and I've been talking about it and I actually got the wife to agree to let me do this. Um, I don't know if I have the, uh, is it the one where there's the back door that's right there? Kind of that little, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, uh, his little, side room off his office that connects the two snake rooms right yeah, yeah. Right. wait do you wait do you see uh it's like this. a game of risk he's got one territory here he's got one here and then he's got to bridge the gap so they all connect so yep yeah oh and you uh take over for a second okay yeah so <laughs> we talked about northwest carp fest oh okay, you know what you wait what what did, you know did he jump off a building <laughs> i'm saving that i'm saving that for uh for we're still better that's the, okay that's if he didn't if he didn't leap off of a building we still it we're we're still up top so we're okay uh, now, he, eric has a pool and Kendra just <laughs> have a pool but they do have a oh, that's deck, the design to utilize if they have a pool. oh so apparently Wait, it has they're to, saying it was discussed <laughs> all right yeah all right fine all right um, i guess so um but we already talked about that and we already talked about how he's like slowly designing his um new room with all his wonderful yeah, angry but scrubs I'll, I'll gonna, not I'll gonna, that mean, dude. Mine are mostly pretty cool. Not that mean. The fact that you have to put that in front of it is like, yeah, most of them are pretty cool. Well, what are you? What are the scrubs that you're working with? Are we talking? Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up, back up. I oh, want you. I want to know. So you were at Jeff and Kendra's house, yeah. right? 
What is the 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 creme de la creme of the yeah, collection? Yeah, what did you attempt to steal out in your pockets? Ooh, um, all right. So Jeff almost got shot by Kendra because what happened was I was in the reptile room and I was talking about some of the projects I'm working with, and I've got some granite babies that I'm going to have for sale to show I'm doing this weekend. Nice. And uh, Jeff loves granite stuff, so he's into the granite project. He's like, ooh, trade, trade. Yeah, trade. And I'm good. like, yeah, probably. I, I don't know, man. What are you guys looking at realistically, you know, maybe thinking about letting go of? And he's like, well, you know, we were talking about letting go of this white lip, and it was uh, one of the gold white lips, uh that he said they were thinking about letting go of. And then he made it very clear, you know, I got to talk to Kendra. I got to talk uh-huh. to Kendra. You know, that's, that's really her snake. You know, I got to work this out with her. I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, Kendra is a couple shots deep at this point, And I go talk to Kendra. Dude. That was bad evidence. That went well. Bad okay. Time. So she like books it into the reptile room, like gets open, you know, and she's like, kind of, you know, this is right at the start of the party. So like we're kind of, we're getting, you know, stuff, stuff's moving around. And uh, I, I look at Jeff. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, I, I didn't. Know. I didn't mean to. I don't. And, <laughs> and, and she like kicks us out of the reptile room. And I have no idea what the private husband and wife conversation is. But I'm definitely not getting the white lip python. That, that no, that's a gun. <laughs> yeah. That uh, that that backfired quickly. And uh, you know, there you go. Yeah. So we know who wears the pants. It's uh, not Jeff. As it should be, you know, it's yeah, done, he says, because he is a squirrel. So, yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't find it. Yeah, the Dun I were dope. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, I've never had hands on Duns before. That was my first time uh, seeing it. It was really cool to put the Duns right next to the Maclots and see the difference. Um, oh, <laughs> there it is because <laughs> they're they're like reversed. You yep. know, it's like reversing an image almost like the Dunai or like it's like the reverse flash. <laughs> <laughs> Same colors, different places. Got it. Yeah. So, yep. Sure. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, very cool. And, and then it was cool because we were there Friday night. So we okay. were there pre partying. So we actually got to pull stuff out and play with it. And, uh, you know, Tony was was working with a Gila monster uh, while they were trying to clip its nails. That was pretty cool. Tony had fun with that. I, uh, yeah. I, I with it. Yeah, um, I don't miss those. I don't miss clipping heel monster nails. That can I, that can be tricky. You've I'll clipped heel monster good. nails. Sometimes I'll, you have to if they I'll don't if they get gnarly. Yeah, <clears throat> no, they're crazy. I was a few <clears throat> drinks deep at that point. I had no no right doing dealing with that. I knew it. So uh, <laughs> I am too drunk to deal with a venomous lizard, and I'm going to tag out. It's like it's good thing you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool though. Very cool. Okay. All right. So, um, I guess what kind of we, we were talking about your room and how you're building it, but I missed what scrubs you have and what types you're working with. Gotcha. So right now I have um, 2.2 adult southerns, uh, 2.2 year-old holdbacks, um, and then I've got uh, I'm sorry, 1.1 holdbacks. Dude, I'm tripping. Mm. I have 2.2 total. Okay. Two are adults. Two are holdbacks, and then I have two point two barnecks that are all adults. Cool. Um, that are all strongs, and I'm excited. I have some waminas on the way. Nice. Um, from Ryan Young. So that's gonna be dope. That uh, is cool. Yeah, that is cool. I, I like the Wamina type stuff. I think it's really, really pretty. It's it's just 
I don't know. It's almost, it looks like a bar neck, but more pixelated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to put it. Just that pattern. It's like way more broken up, not so yeah. far and, and just freaking neat and really calm for the most part. I yeah. Like they're uh, very chill. Yeah, the last one me and I had was a patternless, so I lost all that good stuff and just got a really calm, very big scrub. Was that so. the one with the pink tongue? Did yeah. it have a weird tongue or something? Yeah, it had a pink tongue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened with that one. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I so what do, you, it, so. what do you attribute the success of breeding the southerns to for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got lucky. Lucky. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's 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 my way of thinking. And I don't know. I put them together and it happened. Cool. I mean, I cooled them. I cooled them way more than people recommend. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I got them way colder than you know you would think. I mean, they they got down to like 60, 62, 65 during the winter, which you know, looking at um, just the range maps and what little weather data is available for mm-hmm. for that area, d- d- like never gets below seventy two. So um, I, I did. I definitely cooled them more than most people do right do I think that have anything to do with it i have no idea uh my female was small um she was like seven feet long and slender and small. uh everyone who i to pretty much everyone that i talked to about it said she was too small to breed right um and, they were, and yet <laughs> you know dude none of us know shit thank you we're that's all the truth wrong. man it's all I guesswork mean, we we're all wrong yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, uh, will be released, uh, the reptile fight club, uh, with Justin and Chuck and they, they debate, um, you know, cycling snake, you know, what do you need to cycle snakes? You know, anything, or does it have to be a certain Ooh, amount of things yeah. or, you know, what is it, you know? Hmm. And I think once we get it figured out, we still well, then we change know. it, right? Yeah, that, that was, we figured it out, but that wasn't going to do something a little different, and then yeah. forget what worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that how it keeps going. Where it's like people have been breeding something, or back in the old days or whatever, people were breeding them with like uh, plywood boxes or you know those giant slate bottom tanks in their basements, and then now <laughs> nobody knows how to do it anymore. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Now we're doing that all over again. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is what it is. I, w- I wonder if it's just like you know we were talking pre-show, and I think like I I don't know, man. I think that there's something to the fact that people with a smaller collection and more focused with a specific species, especially you know me and Owen have been talking about this behind the scenes for quite a bit now. In you know, front of about, the camera, like, I'll tell everyone I'm slimming down, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and um. I think it just goes back to being able to be in tune with your, with your animals, you know, and, and and really figure out what's going on. And I think at least for me personally, when, especially when things are in tubs or whatever, you're, you're missing these little subtle cues. And Mm -hmm. if you're breeding something easy, like carpet pythons, you know, it's, it's, it's not that, it's not that difficult to do or pythons or whatever it would be, you know, but I think with, you know, all these Indonesian pythons that can be, I don't necessarily think they're hard, I think it's just you have to pick up. Do you feel that like did you sort of cookie cutter it into your typical python breeding uh, regimen? I, I didn't do anything different than I would a jungle carpet, dude. Right, it worked out. Yeah, all, all the same. And I yeah. mean, now I'm way more hands off than I used to be, mostly because of time. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if I'm going to go ahead and take out a snake, typically it's because my son wants to play with snakes. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. You can hold this while I clean things. And, you know, my son does a really good job with a lot of the carpet pythons. So, you know, I check stuff out and he's around and that kind of helps me go through everything. But other than like a quick quality check when I'm doing cage cleaning and water changing, I have very little quality time with my animals anymore. I will say that's a bummer. There's yeah. like five that I spend a lot of time with. Right. And there's like 35 that I'm just like, okay. Right. <laughs> Still there. Yeah, but, All right, next. But it's Still even like not 10. so much even the handling part of it is what I'm talking about. It's like because maybe this is part of it. And I think, Owen, you sort of adopted it from the idea that we were talking about that Brandon did where he kind of oh, joined it. the two cages together. So bad. And you're I'm, sort of hands off. And you know I'm robbing I mean? it worse. Um, I built the bridge for my Timors of a PVC pipe. Yeah. with like the caps and then uh i've already got i've got new cages coming from my white lips and stuff like that and i'm gonna do that same kind of tunnel thing you got so that they can connect mm -hmm. so um and then i'm taking it uh, i have a, a cap that's got holes in it so that they can kind of smell each other and check each other out because i figure once the male knows he should be in there he'll be like on the bridge or on Wait. the cap and i'll be like all right yeah, cool real Holes. They, dude, no, they sell caps that like are like cut blocks and screens, almost like a, a yeah. I'm uh, not buying a new cap, so drill. Right, well, then holes. just drill holes. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, just drill holes, and then when the ma the male will know when it's time to be in there with the girl, because when we were talking about with Shane, he had the bridge set up, and his Halmahera male was all of a sudden up against the glass up against on his female's cage and that's when he let her in when he let him into to the girl All so right. it let them sure like i dude i'm an idiot like let show me when you're supposed to go in there with the female like and that's that's it so mine seem to separate themselves out uh they do it themselves um yeah. I, I have no idea whether or not i have breeding going on in there right now okay but, <laughs> what, I, but what i do have is i have uh two of the bardecks you know i have two of the pairs each are able to go into each other's thing mm -hmm. um and with one of those pairs there's a male that he'll go up and he'll hang out with her in the hide box for like a day and then he'll go back to his cage for like three days and then he'll go back to her hide box for like a day and right. then back to his cage for like a week and he just he's been doing that on and off for like a month now so i'm just letting that fly and uh i'll close them off whenever they're separated if they're together i'm just not going to feed them right you know? if they're separated then I'll, I'll i'll shut them off i'll throw them some food i'll open it back up again i mean that's just kind of how i'm doing it right now and that and that i think is what i want to get into with things like the white lips and my team wars and stuff like that because then when she cycles he will be there and we're ready to go and it won't be I missed, I missed her swell, so I didn't get the mail in there, so I didn't get to do that. Now, obviously, like with like you know what Jeff said, I wouldn't probably do this for something like an Apodora or a Ring Python or something like that. So <laughs> just I, so they can go get a snack or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now your access to the female. Oh, he's dead. Like yeah, no, that's yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. worth a shot because then maybe you don't miss it. Because I know what what Ryan has told me is that white lip ovulation swell is like it's like it gradual and then it's massive for like a day or two and it's gone. Like mm -hmm. it, and you can miss it. So 
Well, yeah. when you have them connected like this, I mean, it's simple. They don't want to hang out. They don't have to. Yeah. Right. So I, and I feel weird about it. And, and and when they're, you know, I feel better about the amount of space that they have. Right. And I don't have to interfere with them. I mean, shit, dude, slowly over time, I'm probably going to link like damn near all my cages. Like once I know that it's not until I sell my house before I have to figure out how to get all of this crap apart. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the downside. You know, so. it, it's going to happen. I, I just, I, I need to finish the basement first. Um, and it, it'll happen. G- give me like two years, dude. Everything's going to be linked. Yeah. I, I, I for sure like the idea and it's also just easier and less stressful. Like these are, some yeah. of these animals can be very high strung animals. So if all I got to do is wait for them to be like in their box and reach in and like unscrew a cap and then close it. Like there you go. <laughs> like, yeah. and now I'll let them do whatever. So, so did you have that set up when you bred them? No, no. Okay. So no. you did it after you bred them. Yeah. What made yeah. you even go that route? You're just. I trying. went to Chuck's. I went to Chuck's house. Uh, Chuck oh, okay. Something similar. Yeah, it's not like I invented the shit. You know mm. what I mean? Well, yeah, uh, we all steal from everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's how Chuck got his homes to breed. Is Rob it, used to uh, do that back in the day too? Yeah. Yeah. So his is different. He didn't do the clean out cap like I did, but mm. I mean, I work in plumbing for a living, so it just made sense to me. Um, so you know, he has kind of a different process with his door, but yeah, right. no, yeah, no, I, I like it. We'll see, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. cool, cool, cool. I definitely yeah. like it. So. Do you, uh, do you see yourself adding now that there's more and more captive bred species of scrubs? Do you see yourself adding any of them, or are you content yes. with, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. all right, I'm which, which ones at the top? The, Parawaminas, I've already paid for, and right. for Ryan to ship them to me. And then if Marcel, uh, which I should say, when Marcel is uh, successful hatching those Maluka pythons, yeah. uh, then I've, I I set myself up pretty good to have top pick on a pair. Um, nice. So that'll I'm be nice. A pair of those. Yeah, I was telling you before the show. I saw I saw him on uh, on your uh, YouTube channel, and I, I reached out to him and asked him when they hatch if he wants to come on NPR, and he's down to do it. So probably nice. sometime in December, uh, we'll be chatting about that. That's very cool. He's a cool guy, man. I hung out with him in the Anaheim show. Yeah, uh, you know, it was good to see him there. And uh, Anaheim show was fun, man. We uh, after the show, uh, Justin and Chuck uh, joined us for dinner. You know, me, Riley, and, and Tony. And nice. uh, you know, a couple other guys, and uh, it was fun, man. It was it was cool. It was cool. We got uh, we got Justin Jack to come back up to the hotel room. You know, everybody else is drinking, and Justin's just being a great sport. You know, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> rifling off Simpsons quotes and talking about how you know with different waterways in Australia. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> taking shots in the corner. It was beautiful. Uh, it was a great. It was a great thing. It's like having a lifeguard there just in case. You know, yeah. he's there to save you. Yeah, Dude, the conversation was strong though. Damn yeah, it. I don't remember what all we were getting into, but it was good. And uh, it's just fun, man. Yeah, I can. Uh, I'm. I'm kind of bummed that these guys are going to Arizona in what a week? Is it a week? No, two weeks? no, two weeks. I two think. weeks. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I think I, I'm out of here the 11th or something like that. I don't. I won't be able to make it, but yeah, always harping with Justin is always. It's always a good time, man. He's. Uh, he's. Oh, shit, it is like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> See, you don't even know. It's the tenth. Yeah, I'm out of here the tenth, and then you know get to run uh, around with Justin and Rob and 
quite easily I'm the dumbest person in the group already. So, you know, I have to make sure I, you know, find yeah. enough snakes to, you know, carry And you my got weight. Keith, too. I, exactly. Oh, shit, like, man. You are definitely like, the dumbest in the group. It's, it's like this is somehow this is like, am I That's dying? why you bring me, right? Like, is this my make-a-wish thing where it's like, you know, Owen's going to die soon, so we're going to take him out for herping? Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, yeah. We got uh, Owen Vision uh, coming. He's gonna strap the GoPro right, right here chest. to my chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> right. Yeah, it's a perfect like tail end of herping season too. That that's about the last of it, right? I mean, it's yeah. Oh. Now now I'm gonna angrily ask for you to sign my knobtail book, you jerk. <laughs> I should give you mine here. so you can sign mine too. All right. I'm not going right to tell on. him which one's which. <laughs> so uh, when he writes a mean thing in there, it's that one's yours. So yeah. cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Okay, so uh, adding some uh, some Malukan scrubs, and then you, and then and then you're content with your scrub pythons. No, get the whole collection. No, nah, man, I mean, it's too much. Because other stuff's got to go if I'm going to do that. Right. You know? yeah. And I'm not in a position right now to where I want to stop working with any of my other projects. Right. And I, I just, there's a lot of stuff that I want to see to fruition, you know, that I haven't done yet that I want to do. And, uh, you know, I'm still young, man. I'm 35. Uh, in 10 more years, once I've accomplished this next set of goals, then we'll write some new ones, you know, right. what I mean? but I'm trying to just stay laser focused on what I've already got. I want to do rough scales soon. My female's almost big enough. I don't think I can get her this year, probably next year. Um, this will be my first season trying with inland Python. So I'm really excited to give nice. that a swing. Yeah. Um, so wait, let's pause right there. Let's talk inland carpets. Cause I'm yeah. doing the same thing this year. What's, what are you, are you doing winter or are you doing spring? Are you just going to see, put them together and call today? I'm gonna treat them just like brettles. Okay. Yep, that's yeah. what I would do. They're that's they're nice. going cold. They're gonna starve. I'm gonna warm them up. I'm gonna feed them. They're gonna fuck. That's what's gonna happen. I guarantee that's you, their work. food response is still gonna be like massive, even like the dead of freaking winter when they're like 50 degrees. They're still gonna come out swinging because yeah. that's just the way my bread lie are. So <laughs> they have crazy food response, man. Yeah. Yeah. the sweetest snakes in the world until you're holding a until rat, there's man. food. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Until yeah, there's man. the scent of anything that could be food in the air. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. no, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I've got a mog line female that was produced by Justin. Right. And, and I've got a mock show field um, line animal that was produced by Nick. And uh, actually, I think Mark Goyer produced that one. I don't know. Okay. Mark one won. of them. Yeah. Yeah. It came from oh, over there. Yeah. I think it was a breeding loan between the two of them that uh, produced it. Could that also animal. be. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to get them together. I, I, I want, I really want to produce inlands, man. They're, they're too cool. They're too chill. More people need to have them. They need to be better kept. Uh, you know, it, it just has to be more popular. They're too perfect of a carpet python for them not to be more popular. Yeah, man. They're the, they're the, they're the, to me, even more so than brettles. I think they're the perfect pet carpet. Well, they're a little Hands smaller in. than brettles. Yeah. That's the that's and the thing, you know. They're a little smaller and they're way more tolerant to handling. They're way yeah. more tolerant to toddlers. Let's put yeah. it that way. <laughs> yeah. They can you, you know? could boop the snoot. Is that uh, what oh, we're saying? Unless you got a rat in your hand, right? Yeah. I mean <laughs> and, look, my son's been through the ringer. Like <laughs> <laughs> 
I have tested these theories. Okay. And lens are fine. Toddler approved. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Put a, a sticker on their cage. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to try the same approach, man. Uh, I, you know, I've never bred bread lies. So, but uh, I think that's uh, what I'm going after. I mean, I got a uh, real nice red, a lot of red in the boy and uh real reduced pattern in the girl. So we'll see what the uh, spring breeders going this year, dude. You got like the inlands, the diamonds. Yeah. Brettles. I'm pretty sure you could do a brettles. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my diamond female, I just can't get to eat. She's such a pain in the ass. Really? Yeah. yeah she sucks. She sucks. Um, hmm. she's, she's, she, she's looks like she's hungry. She bites it. She wraps it. She drops it. I hate that. Cause then you and smell it later. I don't have <laughs> fucking time for that. Excuse me. Yep. Wearing too much on this episode. I'll cool it off, but I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Cape Yorks are like that, man. They, they do that every, the one, the male, every time bite rap, come back. You smell that horrible smell. <laughs> You're like, get, to, get to play, find the smell. Yeah. 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 Oh, Great man. game. She's, she's probably four years old. Uh huh. And she's, Quarters, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer cap in width and right. about three and a half feet long. And that's the <laughs> that's the girl. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, and I boy, and man. I bet you the the worst part is you have a male, right? Oh, sure. He's huge. and I bet you he eats everything in sight <laughs> and yeah, is the course. fucking powerhouse. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he's, stop, he's good six seven feet long, dude. He's massive. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Like she's got to catch up with you, and yeah, so. So are you are you breeding scrubs this year? I hope so. Trying to, I mean, yeah, you know, trying to. I'll, I'm going to do three pairings. Um, next year I'll be able to do four pairings. So yeah, this this year three pairings. I mean, if I could hit one of the three, it's a win for me. I'm I'm cool. You know, I, I don't need to hit crazy odds, but I I feel like I suck at this if I can't at least get one clutch. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I was curious, like what your thoughts are on the whole outcrossing scrubs since they're in such the infancy of captive breeding. Uh, you know, does, is that something that you're. That's big. Yeah, it is. We, yeah. Correct. <laughs> it's like the chondros sort of got jacked up. The carpets <laughs> kind of get jacked up, you know, like, so what's the, what's your thoughts, you know? All right. Come on. Oh, now come, come on, come on, come on. Nibble. Are you ready to feel the passion? <laughs> oh, come on, ahead. man. I want to feel right. it. Well, this is what we're like. That's the whole point of this goddamn show at this point. Oh, my God. All right. Here we go. So uh, my male pattern list yeah. is being mm. accused of being a Highland. <gasps> oh, man. Or here we, here or we go. If you want to go you know like all that. about that? Highlands are still Southerns, dude. <laughs> They're still Southerns. Right. Where, do High, where does Highland start? Where does Highland finish? What the fuck is a Highland? Okay, so just because it has orange lateral bands on it, that's what makes it a Highland? Is that it? Is that uh, it? it, it Where's it from? It, does it have to come from a certain elevation? Because, you know, after talking to a lot of guys that know a thing or two, a lot of them don't agree with each other, man. There, there are multiple different opinions yeah. on subject but you know I'll, I'll throw out this name i've spoke with dan dan about it um you know multiple times and he's like look man there are scrubs in maruke that have orange lateral bands they are southerns 
Okay, there's also scrubs in Tanamera that have orange lateral bands. Tanameras are still southerns. Okay, yeah. it, now there's a difference between locality and species. You feel right. me? Right. Yeah. All right. So just yeah. because you breed, if you breed a Palmerson jungle uh -huh. to a Tolly jungle, did you make hybrids? No. no. You, you made jungle you carpet. Fucked up right? the localities, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. So yeah, if I bred a a, a Highland, you know, scrub to a let's call it lowland scrub, even though technically <laughs> Highland, like dude, Marike, the elevations in Marike are, are still the same as the elevations in Tanamera. If you're looking at the upper end portions of Marike, that whole freaking range is not that high i mean it's it's really not you don't get into high elevations until you get to oskabul and i just i, I don't know I, I it's annoying to me i, I don't really care anymore it, it is what it is but you should not this is what you shouldn't do and this is what's irresponsible and this is what's happening constantly is everybody's like oh importers don't know what they're talking about so you know there's mm -hmm. there's a group of 30 scrub pythons that just got imported and they're all labeled maruke all right, great. So let's separate out all the ones with orange bands, and we're going to call these Tanamerans. And let's separate out all the kind of little reduced pattern ones that have a little stripey thing over here. We're going to call those Tamika. Right. And, mm -hmm. You know, and, and people are taking, oh, the importer's <coughs> wrong. The importer's wrong. I know better than that. I've seen all of this. And they're separating these Southerns out by phenotype with no, uh, you know, there's natural variation in this shit. Right. right? Mm -hmm. now look at Brisbane locality coastals. One of the least genetically diverse carpet pythons that we have, right? But yet yeah, you have some that are hatched red. There's mm -hmm. a couple that'll come out tan. Some some grow up to be more of a gray. You know, you have all of these different color variants in animals that are freaking related to each other. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, there's been how many, pretty far back. How many how many scrub clutches have we had in the United States that would be southern? Fifteen, maybe in maybe and more more than others, in, but yeah, in twenty years, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. How many Highlands? Maybe zero. I think one was in Europe. I think somebody hit somewhere, but that's the problem. Is what's the difference between there, a Highland and an Oxable? Because exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Well, so is technically, there they're sort of the same well, yeah, thing. So, like, so what? It, eventually, well, an oxable. Well, yeah, an oxable became an orange, became a highland. Is it the same fucking thing? I didn't yeah. realize that the scrub python world was. I love it. Was I'm not uh, in it, so I can just watch. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah it's, it's it's crazy, you know, man. If you have locality data that says this animal came from that area, then you should call it that locality. Right. If you don't. It's a fucking Southern dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think my thought would be this, and this is how I would look at it. I would think that just like everything else in, in, in on that Island, right. Mm -hmm. Is you have that mountain range that splits the Northern animals from the Southern animals. And that yeah. seems to show that these are different species on both sides of that. Now the work, necessarily hasn't been done for all of those things but you see it with white lips you see it with scrubs you see it with yep. chondros you see it with 
what else do we got? You know, who knows? Maybe there's even carpet pythons that are on another on the north side of that. You, who knows? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Totally. You know, but maybe there's Apodora on the other side of that uh, mountain range that may be, you know, a, a separate species as well. Who, who mm-hmm. knows? But I guess the point is, is like, you know, I, I, to me, that's sort of like what you're saying is like everything on that southern range to me would be said speech. I wouldn't breed a barneck with a southern, no, you know, just to produce, but well, like they're, they're totally different, man. Yeah, right, totally yeah. Different. right, yeah, you know, right. It's above the mountain or below the mountain, that's it. Anything below the mountain's got to be, got to be the yeah. same, if not so close, it's ridiculous, and then vice versa. Now, wow. I am absolutely pro locality. Yeah, I love locality stuff. You know, look at king snakes. You know, here in California, you've got uh, black and yellow kings, and you have black and white kings, and they're about thirty minutes apart, and it's really cool. You know, yeah. Well, they're still king snakes, all right. Right. And and people are getting so confused and, and really just intertwining this locality thing which half of it's bullshit because they're coming in as maruke anyway fucking making it up and and then you know confusing that like i got accused of making hybrids Mm. you bastard but then there's also like we're also going off of what could be written on a on a crate or a box and that's where we're basing a lot of our info on is like oh these are queensland carpets why because the box says queensland where'd it come from darwin this doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, and that's, no. and that's what you can also have in there too. Well, like I had to correct it. I had to correct a vendor the other day, which I hate being the guy that corrects a vendor, but it was really easy and he was really cool. And I'm like, look, dude, it said red, uh, red Maruke scrub Python. And it was a baby. I'm like, bro, you should take off red. All babies are all red. All babies are red. Oh, really? All right, cool. Thanks. Yeah. I, I remember because one of the Malukans we had when we got her, um, she was red and she tore part of her neck and it healed up, but she had a scar that stayed red when she got older and changed color. So people are like, oh, she's got a cool little spot. I'm like, no, 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 no. She's just fucked up. I'm like, no, no, that, no, no. She's just an idiot and cut herself on her tub. Right. So, but it's cool to watch that change. But I don't think a lot of people realize what colors some of these babies are. Like nobody really knows that gold white lips are spotted when they're babies. Like fresh neo white lips have speckles, and nobody thinks about that because they assume the animal that they got off the dealer table is a baby, but it's like a year and a half old at that point. Yeah. So yeah, sure. yeah. I think uh, I and you know the other part of it that sort of would you know when i was re- I, I really i have a female southern and at one point i'll have a male because i can't have king worn eye so i guess i have Get to have the closest this, i can you know, I mean? <laughs> you know that's kind of where i'm at um but uh uh i think like uh i i don't know man i think that it's kind of uh i i worry about the, what sort of happened with the chondro thing where all of a sudden they're divided up into all these different species and subspecies and like you know, oh, did I did I make a hybrid? And you know, but then you know, I don't know. You know, the other part of me thinks like, who who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, well, they, they look at guys uh, like Scott Iper. You know, uh, 
It's all the same shit, right? Isn't that, isn't that a famous Scott Eifer quote? Yeah. yeah all like the, all the yeah. crapits are the same. Yes, Scott. Uh, Thank you, Scott. So, <laughs> well, the funny thing about that is, right, you'll have people that are here in the U.S. arguing with him who's over there in Australia, and it would be like the equivalent of Great. him arguing with us about corn snakes. Right. Like, no, Scott. You, you know, Scott's like, no, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's like, ah, uh, dude, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, okay. Well, that's a touchy subject in the scrub part. Yeah, I, world, I, 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 I didn't enjoy, realize. Ask more scrub people that. That's awesome. <laughs> but then, if you don't breed them, I mean, you know, then, then we're done. Yeah. If yeah, if if you, more data. yeah, <laughs> more data. Clinical variation. That's what he calls it. I like that. You know, sounds fancy. Um. So, uh, fancy I guess my other. My other thought was right, and I'm really, I've really been trying to. This drives me nuts, mm. and I've been guilty of it. And I, I want to try to change it where it's like I somehow have to make another species sound like they suck in order to make <laughs> the species that I like sound good, rather than wow, just go right. off of like you know, mine's yeah, cool as is. I dig yeah. this, you know what yep. I mean. I don't have to be like, ah, oh, well, you know, my species that I like is the best, while yours sucks, you know. And uh, what do you think about the whole thing with scrub pythons on? You know, because there are certain things about these sort of harder to keep pythons that kind of suck. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and I don't mean it in like a negative way, like they suck. Like some people, they love the species so much that they're willing to accept these certain things that come along with the species, right? You know, they're like not a beginner snake, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah if you're not dedicated to it, don't do it. Right? It's not, it, it sucks that they're trendy. Um, I think that's the scariest possible thing for scrub pythons is that they're a trendy snake right now. Because yeah. trends die, and so will those scrubs. Yeah. Yeah, but what what do you what are your thoughts on like how you're going to portray that like so trying to say that you know hey scrub pythons can be a cool snake but these are the things that sort of come along with with having a scrub python you know um I think yeah. Apidor is kind of the same way right I mean that's kind of a a species that people don't realize the power behind those snakes mm-hmm. you know look my big female gypsy is a damn nightmare. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been around a lot of snakes. I've been around a lot of scrubs, been around a lot of pythons. This snake sucks. And, and, and she'll never go anywhere to be with me, you know, her entire life. But anybody who's talked crap and ran their mouth about how good they are at handling this. And why are you wearing a glove? And it's just whatever that you come over, have a go. <laughs> have a go. No gloves. Yeah. You can have a paper towel roll. I'll give you a paper towel roll. That's okay. It. Paper towel roll. How well that goes for you. Because I'm telling you right now, man, that snake is not suitable for being handled. Right. At all. And, and some aren't. And people don't yeah. realize that. Like, I, I remember yeah. talking to one person about when I was growing up my team wars. And I'm like, I don't, I try not to handle them. I try to leave them be. And somebody was like, Psh. I hold mine until they give up just to make them tamer. I'm like, so you stress them out until they surrender? That's cool. <laughs> like, I don't know why you would do that. Right. They, they're, I'm totally fine with my snakes not liking me. It's Dude, and I'm totally so guilty okay. of that. Like, yeah. exactly what you just said, I used to do with monitors. Yeah. And it took me a couple of years to realize how wrong and stupid I was. For mm-hmm. Right. 
but that was what I was taught, you know, from a young mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. in pet stores and, you know, whatever is, oh, you just got to, they'll give up eventually. And God, man, I was so wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean that. that was yeah, but thing. that's how you learn, right? right? You know, I mean, you 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 know, we all evolve. Is this idea that you're like never evolving as a keeper, or or your knowledge doesn't grow, or or you know, experiences that you have, whether it be in captive settings or in a field setting, don't change your outlook on things. It's just silly. I it drives me nuts that people like like yeah, maybe I said something stupid back in 2006, but like dude, it's 2021. Like, you know, yeah. like people right. evolve. I a, right. I had a way of thinking back then, but then I learned more and I adapted. Like it, I think I saw at a show recently some dude with a bandana tied to his wrist. He says I love Owen. Oh, no. no. Well sorry. that that's later. But um <laughs> he had it and be and I'm and He's like, well, I'm wearing this because then it'll get my smell and then I'll put it in the snake's cage and it'll know to trust me. I'm like, who told you that? He goes, that guy over there. I'm like, you're wasting your goddamn time like that's. But I remember people always used to say to do that, to try to put like a piece of clothing or something in the cage to so the snake will know your smell or whatever the hell. And that just I, I don't know. Oh, I remember that. that. Everybody makes those dumb mistakes. I mean, I don't care if my snakes are mean. I I think it's kind of fun. Uh, You know, I get entertainment out of it. I have enough snakes that are nice to where I can handle my snakes that are nice. If I'm interested in having a good time and playing around, then I I got some snakes that I can have a good time and play around with, you know. Um, And I think that's great. I I love watching my female, you know, gypsy. I, I just love watching her. I love yeah. watching her stare at me through her high mm-hmm. ball. I love watching her flip her tail at me like a damn whip when she's, you know, extended on the cage and I walk by. She'll tail whip me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only, only scrub I've ever seen that, that does it. That she'll yeah, I've never heard of that. But okay. Me neither, dude. Yeah, that's wow. You're worried about one end, and then here comes the other end. Yeah. So you know how I have the arboreal hides that are secured to the top, and they they slide slide out. All right. So she likes to sit in there, and she'll strike, and she'll pull her the hide with her on the recoil, and send it launching halfway across the cage. Yeah, it sounds like a scrub. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, cool, man. But you know what? I've got some adult barnacks that are sweet as could possibly be, you know, that I absolutely I mean, the only person that uh, Lucy's ever bitten is Riley. But Riley had it coming. I don't care what he was doing. He probably had it coming. Uh-huh. So it's so aside from that, I mean, I get what you're saying. You have the mean ones. You have the other ones. They don't got to like you. They got to just eat their food and potentially breed. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And right. you know, well, when I have some time in the backyard to take them out and enjoy them, I definitely do. But I, I do most of the enjoyment with them in the enclosure and me just standing out there looking at them stupid. What what got you hooked on the scrubs? Because I mean, I think I think the last oh, time yeah. we talked, or was the last time I saw you at like Carpet Fest, I know you kind of had some interest or something. Was it Dave Means throwing a scrub at you or something like that? Did that no, do anything? I, I, no, I've been keeping scrubs for like fifteen years, man. Okay, uh, I've had them for a long time, but I only had one. Uh, right. I had a Malukan python. Um, yeah, I was twenty one uh, when I got my Malukan python, and I got it as a baby. Uh, it, you know, I, I raised it up. I had it for about seven years. Um, it was the only one I had. And then I moved to California, mm-hmm. told her, uh, which was really 
really stupid. Tried to buy her back. The where the guy where I sold it, he accidentally killed her. Uh, there was a thermostat malfunction. Yeah, uh, my beautiful adult, ready to breed female that I was about to buy back, freaking croaks, right? So um, right after I figured that out, I uh, was hanging out with my wife up in Long Beach and just randomly went on a pet shop tour, uh, just checking stuff out. And uh, there was a, a gypsy was there, so I bought her. Okay. Right tackled me back into it so i only went on like a maybe one year without scrub hiatus in that time okay and, and then then you up. slowly built it back up from just gypsy to now what you kind of got your little scrub army going on yeah okay yeah. uh battle snakes. <laughs> pretty much i mean you know don't uh, now do you keep anything at like chest or head level because Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so you do love living dangerously. Got it. So, <laughs> oh, Gypsy's right at my face, dude. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's here. Yeah. <laughs> face biters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, uh, Heat-seeking missiles locked on your face. Yep. Yeah, scrubs are. You know, I don't know. They're beautiful animals. Um, I, I, I really do. Pre- I think. I think may do you think do you think with captive breeding that they might chill out a bit over time? I mean retics did, but no. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, some of them are chill. That's the thing, is is it's it's so independent per yeah. animal that I hate putting the all scrubs are mean thing out there because right. that's not true. Yeah. You know, uh, just this last weekend, Kendra and Jeff's, uh, their Wamina type animals are super placid and chill. They have a couple of them. They just sit there and hang out. You know, they don't bite. Uh, at least half of mine don't bite. Right. Um, the other half of mine do. You know what I mean? So it's not like they're all bad, but they're the ones that I have a couple are gnarly enough for me to have a giant warning label that says these are going to. Screw you. Maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was thinking um when I stepped away. Um the remember oh, and do you remember that uh scrub python that I got from Dan that everybody thought was an oxable? Yes. And it turned out to be a southern. It yes. really I I'll have to send you a picture of it, Brandon. I they do were, remember that. Yeah. It had like crazy orange on the on the you know on the uh the, the you know the saddles and whatnot and um i remember i was talking to jim Karus Karuski, i think is how you say it you know the guy that used to own omp yeah, yeah. and uh he said he's like nah man that's a southern and i was like how can you tell and then you know he walked me through or whatever and i have notes on it I have, to, I have to send it to you so you can check it out but yeah it turned out that that snake grew up to look just like a southern you know i remember so, it went through like a color change we're like we're like yeah. no nah, it's an oxable it's an oxable and then yeah. as it grew the orange kind of depleted a little bit until eventually it would look just like any other any other southern most of them do yeah Yeah. occasionally you have some that don't i'll be honest with you i haven't pulled out uh temper or i haven't pulled out tantrum in a while uh tantrum is the one of mine that has the orange bands he's still got some orange bands but his sister has absolutely none Right. And that's the other thing. You know, if this is such an indicator, then why do you have half that do and half that don't? I think it's just a polygenic trait, man. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I just think it's polygenic and it's more common in some of the more highland areas, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist in some of the lower areas. Right. And, uh, 
you know, are they, is it like a coastal jungle thing to where, you know, well, there's maybe subspecies, something like that going on? Dude, I don't know, man. Nobody's right. done the work. And, and who's that. to say there's not an integrate zone where you might get well, some of the orange animals breeding with some of the non-orange animals producing these slightly orange babies? Like it, Which, looking at it, there would have to be. Yeah. I mean... I've stared at the stupid maps enough to look and like see that there is <laughs> nothing that's there's no giant dividing thing that, right. that separates any of this crap. It's right. There's yeah. just not, oh, man. It's it, it's all got to, you know. It, anyway, yeah. I'm and with yet, you. and yet they'll still come out with like a brand new scrub subspecies that was found sometime somewhere that is slightly different than the other stuff it's like how they keep finding blackface white lip localities they remember when they look the same remember or, when they found maybe maybe it was like six years ago they i think tom crutchfield posted that picture of that crazy looking scrub python they found on one of those islands somewhere i don't know i haven't seen it no i have to dig no. that picture up i got yeah. it somewhere but holy shit was that animal nice that, that yeah. happens dude like and also it's you know we they they might find a pretty one or the people who are like supplying these importers might find a freaky looking one and you know they're going to pay extra for the freaky looking one so right. and, or it's it really is the variation with reptiles and snakes in general is nuts and then you add something like a scrub that's going to get huge and you don't know what that pattern's going to do and stuff like that and, and it just kind of adds to it so I don't know. I, I just look at carpet pythons that look like the Australian groups, you know, with the wild carpets that are found, you know, listen to people on the podcast that are herping this and that and the other. Mm. And you see wildly different looking snakes in the same location all the freaking time. And they're not that far removed. And just looking at captive bred clutches, um, like, you know, Stevens Barnett clutch, yep. uh, Stephen Cush had a Barnett clutch like two years ago, dude. Half of those look like they're from Kofiao, and half <laughs> look like freaking Jaibira. And half, yeah. I mean, it's just if you were to lay all of them out, which is what I did. We'll get it. I'm sorry, uh, I didn't mean to throw you off. Uh, we'll go yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, it's just and, and that's what I did. Is I took a you know, a clutch, you know, I had posted it, people gave their opinions, some of the opinions were spot on, some of them were very wrong, it was whatever. But that was just my way of posting so that everyone can see that no one knows what the fuck they're talking about. Right. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if one Barnett clutch can have animals that look like there's five different localities, something isn't right. Either all the either everything's mixed with each other or they go through the box and they're like, that's a Wamina. That's a thing. And all these things might have been collected within five miles of each other. I yeah. Mean, I think a lot of it, unfortunately, a lot of it's a money grab. Of course. Okay? Yeah. You know, I'm not blaming the guys that are directly selling it, but, you know, you go you go a step or two up, and some of the people that are heavily involved in this are, are well known to mislabel chondros already on purpose in order to make more money and have been accused of it multiple times in the past. And they think that they're not doing the same thing with scrubs. As well, that, that'd be just stupid. You know, if, if, okay. if you know these, if you know somebody is going to, mislabel chondros or mislabel something else in order to try to drum up some kind of 
market for something that's different or rarer, then of course they're going to do it with something like Scrubs, and of course they're going to do it with anything they can. So, but then you get a group of thirty freaking snakes that all say Maruke, that guy's the liar. (laughs) Exactly, dude, it's wrong. But that guy is wrong. Yeah, no, but they all came from the same place. They all came from Maruke. Done. It's 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 the problem is that you can't. When if everything just came in as Maruke, you can't slice it easily without having different localities or saying they're different types. So it's the easier thing to say is just that it's uh, this is different than that, and that's why you yeah. want it because it's the only one I brought in that's different from all these other ones, even though they all came in the same box from the same place. So. I could see you breeding for phenotype. You know, uh, you what I mean? could. like oh, I could see you could. taking two animals that have the similar phenotype and putting them together and saying, yeah. "Okay, totally you know? and that makes more sense." Yeah, that makes more sense. But you know, well, like the, my, I'm sorry, I mean, interrupt that, you. But my, my male that you know, my holdback that still has all the orange bands at three years old is totally getting bred to something else that has orange bands. <laughs> right. It would be really stupid to not do that. Like, yeah, it's, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So Darren asked the question. I want to make sure that uh, we hit on this. He, he's uh, he's keen to get an idea of how you balance humidity and ventilation for your tropical species. Poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I think we take that for granted, right? Ventilation in cages and 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 how important it is to uh, and humidity and. Yeah. So on the back of this cage wall, there is a vent that goes to the AC unit. And then up above, I have an inline duct fan that's hooked into my herbstat that Mm -hmm. turns on every time something hits 82 degrees. And then on the other side, uh, I have a window that's always open. So I get pretty good air circulation through the room that way. And right. the circulation has to literally go through a wall of cages and then through the room and then through the other wall of cages. And up. So the room itself keeps pretty good circulation. Um, but I don't spray. Uh, I mean, I do sometimes when I'm bored, but not for any like specific purpose. Um, I try to make sure my water's changed as much as possible. I mean, you know, whenever I'm in here and I look at something and I see a water, I change it for the most part. Yeah, um, uh, I'll the bowl. water change twice a week if I can. I will admit sometimes it's once a week. I mean, mm. I'm busy, dude. There's a lot yeah. of water bowls in here. Like, That's the yeah. catchy thing about having this many snakes is it does take, you know, getting everything cleaned and watered and fed is a full day of work. I, yeah. That will take me 10 hours to accomplish. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes I have other things to do on Saturday. Yeah. How big are your water bowls that you're giving these guys? Are you giving like tubs or just simple stoneware bowls or something like that? Uh, just the big Crocs, large yeah. Crocs bowls that okay. you, know, you get commonly at pet stores mm-hmm. not, not big enough for adults to soak in and that's not on purpose uh you know there's things that i could do better um there's things i'm trying to do better um you know like i said a lot of stuff i'm getting out of racks i'm investing a stupid amount of money into the basement and making sure that everything that i have that i'm growing up is set up and, and, and set up properly and uh, you know there's some advice I'll give to anybody that maybe has three or four or five snakes and thinks that what I do or what we do is really cool. Look, dude, this is expensive. It's time consuming. It takes over your life and uh-huh. you better be fucking 
dedicated to it because uh-huh. it's not all cute, fun, and games. Sometimes, uh, you know, there, there, there's a lot of work to this. And so take your time, build very slowly. And if you're in it for money, go buy you're, it. You're in the wrong spot. Uh, you don't do anything else. What is it? I said <laughs> reptile keeping was um, glorious, highest, followed by um, just wonderful gut punching lows and it's yeah sometimes you got a couple highs in a season sometimes it's nothing but haymakers to your stomach like it yeah it's incredible uh, it's an incredible amount of work for an incredible amount of emotional you know reward uh Mm -hmm. where i'm like yeah you know excitement um but it that's it yeah, you, and that's yeah. the problem. You, you got to take good stuff with bad. Like this year, I got the Mad Hogs to breed. Lost the entire clutch of rhinos. So you it, you got to it take good with the bad. And and they're live animals. They will find a way to make your day one of the best fucking days ever, or ruin it. Like it is just there. You go. I wish is like when I when I started out. I'm very jealous of the people that get a couple pairs of snakes if they're going to breed something and then they breed it mm-hmm. and they sort of will sell that offspring and then take that and sort of build on another project or add right. another species or whatever the case would be. And they sort of like, they're just very regimented in how they add things to their collection. Whereas like, I think where I went wrong is this like, I got to have it all now. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was always worried about things like, you know, even with scrub pythons or some of these Indonesian pythons when I was working more with a more variety of python species. Um, it was just a matter of getting it now because you might not be able to get it in the future. So I always right. felt like I had to get it now. I had to get it now. And then you just you you become overwhelmed at some and some, you know, unless you're like soup to your point. Right. Unless you're like super passionate about it or super dedicated to it, you try to make it work. But like or you have that ability to balance that kind of stuff. I mean, it, it, it even if you're super dedicated and super, super into it, it it's sometimes it can be hard. Like what Brandon was saying, he tries to do it twice a week. Water bowl changes. Sometimes life gets in there and you can only do it once a week. And that's yeah. and that's yeah, that happens and you know unless you're going to be somebody like nick that it just does this full time well that's you're different you have to hit that sweet spot where you can balance everything and it's hard i you think that's something a- else in your life is going to suffer yeah, yeah. Me, honestly it's time with my kid right it's time with my wife right because my wife wants me to go do something with my kid on right. saturday that's fun and instead i'm in here cleaning the reptile right right you know what i mean so i, I literally do this and i sacrifice quality time with my son to do it which is why he's in the reptile room so much uh-huh. <laughs> so i make up for that by involving him in this right but his right. attention spans this big guys yeah i mean, I mean he's he's, he's how old now yeah. yeah he's yeah, yeah. five years old in november so you know there's a lot of fun that i have lost with my son and sacrificed in order to do this at the level that i am today right yeah. and that's something you you have to make your peace with you know I I think, I think the other thing that I've sort of, um, that I've learned over the past couple of years is that, you know, I actually get more enjoyment out of the behavior of the animals. And I think my current setup. And so another thing that people get twisted a lot, I'm curious on your guys' thoughts on this is like, I think like, let's say like, I don't know what the right number is. Let's say 70% of the reptile community 
really are keepers that sometimes breed. Whereas but, like, yeah. then you have like this other percentage with guys like Nick Ryan, you know, uh, that are doing it full time, that this is their job. This mm-hmm. is what they do. And I think a lot of times we're taking advice from them on how to set things up and we probably shouldn't be looking or criticize them for their model of how they do things. And we probably shouldn't be because they're doing it in a different, they're doing it differently than what we are trying to make them the same when they're not, you know what I mean? Right. Does that make sense? Am I, am I, am Is I your, okay. So you have a kitchen at home, right? Yeah. You have, you know, you got your stuff all in one spot and a couple of this, a couple of that. You got room to do your thing. Is it, have you ever been in the kitchen in a restaurant? You ever been in the restaurant industry before? Been yeah. Been back to the house and worked Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are these two things built the same? No. No. Thank 100%. You. That's, that's yeah. a great analogy. That's a great analogy. I didn't think about that. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not the same. Right. You know, these are two very different things. And um, and that's that's just how it is. And it needs to be like that. You know, you know, the thing that sucks about that is the hate that gets thrown, the mm-hmm. judgment that gets thrown, the right. bitterness that gets thrown. Because right. I'll I'll take a step back and, and to circle back around to the scrub conversation that we had a second mm-hmm. ago. Sure. You know, there, there's a couple things that I'll say. Number one, my opinion is positioned in such a way, probably because I'm the guy that had the pattern list that bred it to the regular that produced the orange bandy things that mm-hmm. also considers himself a purist and then got attacked for it and took it personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my stance on that might have something to do with that. I am positioned in this way, probably for those reasons. Mm. I can admit that I, I can also look at the positions of the other guys that are just trying to maintain their locality projects and make sure that nothing gets fucked up as the guy that's done that for carpet pythons for a very long time and been in the middle of those conversations and a thousand percent understand that their side of the coin as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's the, it's the, the arguing and the back and forth. Obviously, I've got my gears twisted because there have been so many freaking private messages sent my way and this and that. It's all been public. And mm-hmm. I'd like five people pull me aside at the Anaheim show and ask me about it. Massive <laughs> uh, uh, topic of conversation at Carpet Fest. I mean, it's like the thing to talk about right now. And it sucks. You know what I mean? It does. Because I just have snakes. I think it's fucking awesome. I want to produce more of them. I love it. I think it's fun. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm not here to do anything wrong. I'm not here to do anything stupid, right. um, you know, but I do enjoy taking positions on things. And is any of it right or wrong, man, the jury's out still. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I pick my side. Yeah. hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Sorry. Owen, what were you going to say? No, it's just, you got to love that. It's like, you can say, a hundred million things, but the one thing that everybody remembers is the one thing you're like, ah, I kind of wish I hadn't done that. And I should really, well, this is here where we're at and you got to kind of let it ride for a little bit. Maybe it's just, we're not, we're not, us as human beings are not able to understand. We're like, we're not evolved with the technology that we have in front of our hands. Right. You know? So it's like, I don't know. It, it sometimes it makes me think like, you know, if you, if you post something up and like, you, I could have posted something, like I said, in 2006 and I can, I'm completely different than what I was in 2006. Does we, that mean uh, that 
You know what I mean? Like the idea. And I love the, I love what you said, Brandon, about looking, being able to, and this is sort of something that I've been trying to do myself, right? Is like, you know, look at yourself Mm. and, and, and try to do the best that you can and not really worry about what other people are doing and try to look at it from their perspective as well. You know what I mean? And I think if, if more people did that, maybe we would come to, you know, more common ground on, on things and stuff. Dude, I'm definitely going into the whole thing of like the second you don't enjoy it anymore, <laughs> it's not a good hobby anymore. Like the whole point of this is that it's a hobby or, you know, and it's fun unless you're going to do this for, you know, uh, for a living. So the second you don't enjoy it, you fucked up. It's yeah. no longer fun. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? So, yeah. you know, it's hard mm-hmm. to kind of get back to that sometimes. And, I, and I'm, I'm slowly getting back into there. So, uh, but yeah, you can you can very easily lose your way to the point where you get I think that's where a lot of people do get burnt out is you get too involved in all the s- stupid bickering back and forth. You take your position for God knows why and then all of a sudden it's a chore and it's stressful and it's not fun. So just yeah. keep it fun. A thousand percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm excited about? What's mm-hmm. that? Uh Dude, I'm, I'm doing a show this weekend, man. Oh, right. shit. It's man. a little local show. Uh, there's only like 15 vendors. It's the the Beast uh, Marketplace. Uh, uh, cool. Uh, okay. down, down in uh, San Diego. That's going to be sweet, man. I'm excited. Each vendor is not like the other. So there's only one carpet python vendor. Uh, that I like. One ball okay. python vendor. One gecko vendor. One tarantula. You know what I mean? I like that. There, yeah. There's really no one else that's going to have the same stuff. And uh, it's going to be cool, man. I'm excited. Is it, I, got, is it, how I just got these shirts today. I was about to say, <laughs> the shirts have changed, which I'm like, crap, now I got to get another one. But <laughs> um, so when was the last time you did a show? Uh, I've never fully done a show myself. Oh I've my done, God. I've done like half <laughs> booths with friends where like I'm piggybacking on somebody else's booth and right. I have my one little display with like eight or nine snakes that are available. But this is the first time where I'll have like 40 you ready to rock and table. roll. Yeah. yeah. Ready to rock and roll. Full All right. I've got a, you know, my big banner and my mm-hmm. table. I bought tablecloths, you know. And, <laughs> oh man, you're high end, man. Oh, oh this brings are, me back. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I finally got a I, I got square now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The good one. You know, That'll annoy the hell out of you several times uh, during a show. Forget, I'm gonna forget so much important stuff. <laughs> paper yeah. towels. Paper towels. Bring paper towels. Stanchy uh, cord. Yep. Whatever you use for bedding in your displays, bring that too. Um, cause you're going to need one snake is going to take a shit like up the side of the glass and just kind of smear it. And then that you'll be wiping condensation off that one the entire time. Uh, yeah. and then, uh, I always like to bring like I a, have a gallon of reptile relief. That's good. All right. Yeah. You know um, how everybody else like makes you wash your hands with like hand sanitizer. I have <laughs> reptile relief. You're just going to rip off reptile. the label and slap. Yeah. Yeah. Are you intending to hold a tarantula today? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, you can always you can always if it's a bad show or if you're next to somebody really scummy, just take your tablecloth, put it in a bin or a black trash bag and spray the venomite in it and then just seal it up and then leave it. So um right. you can do that. Uh yeah, dude, you, there's always gonna be something. Like yeah, uh, like I, I remember going to a show in Poughkeepsie and then I got there 
and I realized I forgot the label maker and I didn't have anything labeled and my handwriting is that of a serial killer. Yeah, so I had is. to go to <laughs> a CVS that was open and buy a label maker because they just happened to have one and use it. I still have it somewhere around here. So I don't have a label maker. There you go. See, <laughs> I was thinking about just doing like a piece of paper and then having it on top, like in a little thing to say, you know, price list, boom, 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 boom. And then just have little stickers with the clutch IDs on everything. So I know it's what you're going to get asked a lot of questions. About That's it. the point. I yeah. want people to ask questions. That That's is uh, that is good. You know yeah. how you, you know the first step to selling a snake to a customer? Speaking to them. Talking to the <laughs> Get out of here, man. Set it up so they have to talk to you about you. Yeah. I, I usually have a stick that's called the Board of Education that'll swing in front of my table to hit people. So it, sales have not been good uh, lately, uh, but yeah. <laughs> but I feel better about myself. Right. So, Perfect, man. Yeah. It's great. That's cool. So uh, that's cool. All right. So this 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 Saturday, right? You'll be doing, mm-hmm. doing that? Sunday, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh two-day two day show. show. Okay. Yeah. Two-day show. Are you, are you, is it close enough that you can come home to crash or are you going to have to crash at a hotel? Dude, I've been hotels for the last three weekends straight. I'm good. Yeah, no, it's an hour drive. I'll be home. All right. Yeah, nice. But to say, don't make sure you lock up all the displays. They're coming stay at a hotel because oh, there you uh, go. that was the one time I woke up after a two day show or in between a two day show and found a carpet python running through the hotel room. So, yeah. Uh, no, they're coming home. Good. Yeah. Good move. Yeah. Um, so, Back on, we've been jumping all over the place here, Everywhere. but back on track to the, uh, what do you got upcoming this season? You got the inlands you're super excited about. What else you got? Uh, inlands, rough scales, I'll shoot for ivory. Z- or no, I'm sorry. Rough scales are two years out. Right. Um, I'll shoot for ivory zebras. I've never okay. tried nice, ivory nice. before, and I think this year I'm ready to rock. Um, gelatins, maybe same thing. Um, should be ready to rock. Freaking love gelatins. Um, I, I, this be like my third attempt at Port Douglas. Uh, third close. attempt. Uh, is- yeah, I, I failed to come. Bane times. of your existence. I mean, have you gotten okay? So, is it yeah. is this the case that me and you are basically the only people with pairs of these things anymore? Eric Kohler's got some. He, okay. Yeah, you got a count Kohler in there somewhere with locality. So he got a pair, got a or pair. does he have? Because mine came from him. He would not have just alone. I Kohler don't know how many he has. I want to say he has at least a trio. He might have two point two. I okay. haven't talked to him about him in probably over a year, so I have no clue what he's got going on today. I'll see um, him in October. But he yeah. should have at least a pair. Yeah. But other than cool. that, that's it. Yeah, you're right. There, there's a couple of us. I want to say uh, I don't know if I heard Joshua might have some. I don't know if he still does. Joshua Easter. Uh, I forgot it. How do you check? Don't make me. I don't. I'm sorry, Josh. (laughs) Sorry, Josh. If you wanted a shout out, you needed an easier last name. Anyway, (laughs) like Jones. Jones. Always know who that guy is. Josh Jones. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Cool. Okay. All right. uh, Brisbane. I'm sorry, not Brisbane's. Uh, Brettles, Barnack, Southerns. Is it one of those that you Fair hope enough. you don't hit everything because that's a lot of babies already? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't want more than a hundred. Yeah, it's yeah, 
that's a lot of work in itself, man. You know, people don't realize like how much, you know, it sounds all good when you're putting the pairs together and you're like, Oh yeah. You know, uh, 10 pairs. I cranked out out like 60 this year and that sucks. Um, a hundred going to suck more, but I think that's about as sucky as I want it to get. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's, it's easier when you do certain pairings that, you know, you don't need to list for sale anywhere that people are going to come kick down your door for them. Like I would say like, I, I'm, I'm down to like one baby mad hog left and I haven't put anything up for sale. I didn't list shit. Right. So, and if I had gotten the rhinos, I, I wouldn't have, I would have sold them all immediately already. You so sold them all. If the, the mad hogs, I got one male left that isn't wow. spoken for. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. I've done pretty well. I'm thankful for everybody that's hit me up so far. I've done very minimal advertising. Yeah. Um. I, I haven't. You know. And, and I've and I've been fortunate. I, I had a good first run out the door, and I've you know I've got some stuff on hold, so it's been okay. Mm. But um, I, I don't know. We'll see. I think one of the main reasons I haven't really pushed it much is because I wanted to make sure I had animals for the show that I'm doing this weekend. Like, yeah, I really wanted to come on strong. And then whatever I come back with, I'll do update shots and update the website and blast them or everything I need to because I don't want to feed them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is that is the the end part of it where they start getting big and you're like, why are you still here? So yeah. I'm so pissed. I did something stupid. Mm. Of course I did. Mm. All the time. I bought like 300 uh, hopper mice at the Anaheim show. And they blew past hoppers, didn't they? <laughs> no, I, I came, I, I put them in the freezer, I fed the first thing, I needed to get some ice, the ice was underneath the hoppers, <gasps> I pulled out the hoppers. Did you pull I a burp? I got the ice, I had my drink, I went on vacation. Oh. back three days later. Oh, God. In the garage. Ooh. Oh, dude, that smells so bad. Did your wife just kill you? So I mean, oh. come on, man. It I got in trouble so for that. Yeah. Yeah. She she waited till I got home to tell me. Oh, that's worse. She, she smoked it that day and went in there and was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk in. The first thing she says is, so you did a thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What, yeah. what 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 did i do <laughs> like it's um, uh, cool that sucks on many levels one because you're out all those mice two, yes you had to deal with that like you had to clean it i guarantee you you can still smell it in the garage every once in a while or at least a couple days after because i know i would have been able to i haven't been back in there since oh, okay so. yeah but just that room doesn't exist anymore okay <laughs> you need ventilation in that one man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh, but i think eric had it worse though like didn't you was it a pack of small rats you left out or something like that or it was in the fridge right Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. And also when we were in the Northern Territory. Um, oh, God. Right. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I had a snake that died and um, uh, my wife contacts me when I get a signal and she's like, I don't know what it is, but something is not right in your snake room. The house smells horrible. What 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 do I do? And I'm like. I kind of had an idea um, 
And I was like, okay. So I, I then I got Matt Minatola to come over and, and, you know, he took care of it or whatever. And, uh, but like, oh man, I, I felt so bad because here I am in the Northern Territory. <laughs> the territory. I'm halfway across the world. And she's smelling halfway the we're all the way on the other side of the planet. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Oh, man. That was, that was not good. But uh, her wives are troopers, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. She puts up with a lot of shit for me. So I'm, 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 I'm trying to I'm get, lucky. I'm trying to get Melissa prepped for uh, Arizona. Because not only is she dealing with the snakes, she's got to take the dog to work with her every day because he's now used to me being home working from oh. home. And like, I'm like, you're going to have to take him to work and throw him in a kennel. Otherwise, he's just going to, like, I don't know, eat a door or something. Like, he, can't. <laughs> he, will literally, he will eat the door. He will yeah. do it. He will like, eat the door. Yeah. That's why I have two dogs. Uh, yeah. So they can entertain each other while, while I'm gone. Yeah, I, don't, I, I I was too afraid to get another dog. You can't have two zeros, They would, man. They would oh, work together to ruin my life. So, <laughs> yeah. What kind of dog do you have? Catahoula. I don't know what that is. It's a Catahoula Husky. It's basically one of those. It looks like a looks like an Aussie cattle dog. That blue kind of merle, but oh, yeah. husky tall. size, tall, yeah. and and so demon. fluffy, tall, fluffy, double coat. Um, listens to no one, and uh, I think today actually, um, we got a shipment of my sister sent me one of those um boxes that like they send you the food and the meal and the prep and stuff like that. I put all the food away, but I left the freezer packs in the box, and Zero ripped open the freezer packs that were filled with like gel. So I came home to find gel all over the kitchen. No, oh, and, and Melissa had left them alone for two minutes, so. Wow, he's eleven. He'll calm down any minute now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No, no, it's a race to his death. Yeah, you <laughs> broke you broke that dog. Just hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping he dies before I do at this. You point. chose poorly. <laughs> I, I had a husky for probably four months and just mm-hmm. realized it wasn't the breed for me, and and there was it, somebody else that wanted him more. And uh, I moved it on. They're, they're just not for everybody, man. He's on massive amounts of medication just to take the edge off of him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. a Doberman dad. I do Doberman. That's my thing. We're going to quit on dogs for a while after he goes. I'm going to enjoy the not having to. Mammals suck. <laughs> it's like it's constant. Yeah. Suck. So, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk some carpet python. Yeah. Talk. Uh, yeah. So I'm curious um, what your thoughts are on breeding localities uh, to outcross lines. So to uh, outcross localities to other stuff. Yeah. If it's the locality male to uh, whatever your other project idea is female and you're still able to breed the locality, locality to keep that going, why the fuck not? Why right. can't you do both? Now, do you think, it's gonna, yeah. do you think it's going to end up being like – we're going to have to do it because like you said, like Brisbane's are all the Brisbane's the United States come from the same two animals. And all we're doing is breeding brother to sister that were from a pairing that I'm pretty sure were brother to sister. Like, is it going to have to eventually be that we have to cross something to keep the line alive? I don't think that's really relevant because you're not keeping the line at that point. Right. Um, but I do think it'd be cool just to have coastals 
You know what I mean? Because Brisbane's, they don't have to stay Brisbane's. They can be coastals. Right. You know what I mean? Just like Highlands don't have to be Highlands. They can be Southern's. Southern's right. 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 I see where you're going. So, you know, I I think absolutely, you know, stick with the project. If the project ends up fucked up to where there's just a whole bunch of problems and it's all bad and uh, okay, cool. Right. We have a problem there. We're not going to be able to solve the problem and maintain the locality. So breed it to a coastal and just everybody copy and paste anything. But we can still, there's nothing wrong with breeding coastals. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Pick pick a coastal, throw a boy to her. But I I think you should be able to do both. I think you you totally can. Yeah. Um, I would just, for me, it would be the male that would stud out to whatever other female that it is. That way, you know, I'm using the female to continue what I'm trying to do, but at the same time, creating really cool coastal carpets because Brisbane's look dope, man. Yeah. That's, that's always the insult to injury where it's like, I bred a retic to a Timor and it's like, and the female was the Timor. It's like, you son of a bitch. Like it's always the one step further is that they use the rare thing was the girl. And it's like, ah, so yeah, stud the boy out. I kind of feel like I, I, you know, I think that, we should utilize bloodlines to the best that we can with what we got and try to ultimately, I would rather have to your point, Brandon, like I would rather have a coastal carpet Python that I knew was a coastal carpet Python for all intents and purposes. Let's just say that our localities are legit and all, you know, you know what I mean? I I don't even want to have that debate or whatever. I'm just saying, let's just say that that's, that's solved and it's legit. Um, But I would rather have a coastal carpet than a fucked up Brisbane, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, you could probably get that phenotype out of a Brisbane, but you know, I think, I think, I think both are cool because you want to still preserve those bloodlines. So I don't look at it as any different than like if you have, you know, if you have bread lie that are price or, you know, you have Harris line or whatever, and you breed price and Harris together, but you still sort 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 of have those bloodlines be separate so that if you wanted to do a Harris and a, you know, a LASIK, you could do that as well. Does that, that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know what I mean? That's, that's sort of like the way I, I've been looking at it. Lately, I mean, with know? the bloodlines, I'm thinking, hi, baby. Thank you. Say hi. Say hi. Be popular. No. Hi, bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, and that's the thing with, with the bloodlines. Like, it's cool to keep the bloodlines, but it, it, and I try to because the bloodline and the locality you get a different thing, same thing, but different thing because you can right. have a bloodline that's a bloodline. And another thing is what constitutes a bloodline? Okay, like how 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 do you get to be able to name a bloodline your bloodline? Like, I don't even earn that right. Mm. Well, are you the end of the totem pole when it comes to lineage? Is that why? Because uh, that makes sense. To me. I think in some cases you are. I think in other cases your stuff just looks better than everybody else's. Well, so they kind of slap point, it on you. Customers, right? Yeah, the, the customers make it not your you. bloodline, not you. Yeah. Well, I think there's a difference between a bloodline and a line. So to me, a bloodline would be, you know, I got two wild caught poplin carpets. Right imported from Papua and I put them together and I produced the clutch. This is a bloodline that's unrelated to anything that's in the United States or right. in the world that, or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? That you have this, a bloodline. That's yeah. a bloodline. A I line would, would be 
right? I to me, a line these. would be, a, I guess, probably the easiest thing to sort of look at that would be sort of like gamma, right? Mm, sure. It's a diamond jungle jag. You know, he bred that animal and he went and bought that animal. And, you know, it's it has this phenotype of being crazy looking yellow or whatever. And he bred it to all these different things. That gamma is his line. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so right. to me, it's not necessarily that that line traces back. To, it could trace back to wild caught stuff, but more than likely it's not going to. Well, with, that, to. with that, it's irrelevant. The only thing that matters is that it was cutting edge at the time. Right. right. It was special at the time of its it, 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 for that era in the history of Morelia, having a gamma jag that looked like the gamma jag that was special. It was important. It was unique. There was nothing else like it. Right. And even though its name was gamma, it was really the customers that bought the gamma stuff that created the gamma line. Yeah. Right. More right. so than it was John. Yeah. He didn't you know, say like, like, oh, here's my line of. You know, he just exactly. called them damage diamond yeah, jungles. Gammas, you know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And because Gamma was the name of the snake. But like, say you have a Jaguar today that's whatever Jag and you breed it to a jungle. Did you make a line? No. In my no. opinion, no. No. Now, okay. now, if you bred it and something freaky came out, is it a line now? Maybe. Or did you make a morph? I think at that point, you have to keep it and you have to reproduce it. And the babies have to look special. I think like Keith McPeak. Reproduce it and the babies are special. I'm sure you did. So you think of Keith McPeak with his Borneos, right? He bred specific traits. You know, they're not necessarily, say, a morph. Maybe it's polygenic. You know how Borneos, you don't know what the hell, how the genetics works. Nothing Even Travis sense. Wyman can't figure it out. Right. Uh, you know, if he can't figure it out, we're all screwed. All you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know. NPR's uh, resident geneticist couldn't figure it out. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. But I think he bred for a specific thing. So, like, you know, his, you know, uh, ghosts or whatever or his marbles would be yeah there's other marbles out there but he bred them you know specifically to go this way i remember in the early days of uh like pastel ball pythons right there was uh yeah. there was one guy uh albie's two cool reptiles or whatever but like he had the pastels that everybody wanted because you know he specifically bred that to a specific other animal and even though they're all pastels his line of pastels you know, everybody wanted those because they had a specific look to them. You know, to me, that would be a line. Well, okay. also what happens is like the, the 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 new morph comes and the wave crests over everything and then people move on to the next thing. But then every once in a while, people will decide to stick with that morph and make it their own and really kind of refine play it, play with yeah. it, refine it and stuff like that. And then eventually, once the morph wave has kind of moved down, people realize that these things are killer or they really want this animal to cross to this and they go and they seek out these people that have worked with just this morph. Right. Here here would be an example of what I'm taught what I'm trying to get people to to understand, right? So you're working with ivory jungles. Mm -hmm. Ivory jungles have been, you know, bred for what 25 to 20 years or whatever it's been that that, that they've been selectively bred, right? right. So they've been the nineties. Okay. So yeah. So, so a long time. Right. And I don't think it would be wrong to outcross that to a gelatin 
because they sort of like you're you're not going to get it away, but you're sort of going to regenerate the line with some new blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been done. Yeah, sure, hundred percent. You know, it's been done already. It's yeah. not like until right now publicly advertised, but it's been right. done. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know why it's not publicly advertised? They're not pretty. <laughs> right they're they're kind of gross oh okay and they look a lot like gelatins right you know that makes so much like gelatins you can't really tell they're not and so that's dangerous and that was kind of an abandoned mission so that's sort of right well that's the other problem too right Mm. you have that to where people will breed it to this ivory and then it's like, oh, well now I can't sell this as one or the other. So I'm just going to make them gelatins. And that's always the fear that we worry about, you know, things like that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean to zebra, cause that's what had to happen. Cause you know, I'm doing ivory zebra stuff and, and my female, she's 50% ivory, 50% is an ivory bridge of super zebra, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm going to try to make 75 percenters, you know? And uh, for me, my focus with that is, the zebra itself because i'm obsessed with zebra it's my favorite morph you know how everybody kind of has their thing or that morph that they dive into for me it's zebra i just i like it there's my alarms going off i smell fire <laughs> uh-oh hold on uh, definitely uh-huh. okay so uh, i guess your wife's cooking is going well <laughs> so yeah, there might be some fish sticks in there, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to die. We're cool. I don't hear screams. All right, just, just keep going. Okay. As the so, smoke slowly builds up around you. <laughs> keep going, guys. It's fine. We only got another 20 right. minutes. Just push through. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was able to produce a certain look that I really like with one of my zebras, and I, I want to make more of that better and different. And I, I just – I want the coolest variety of zebras that I could possibly have because right. I just think it's a great morph. Right. You know what I hate? Super zebras. <laughs> yeah. They're ugly. They're, right. they, yeah. they lose all the fun. Right. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, they're ugly, dude. You, I think know? I think one of the cool things about carpet pythons is the variability in pattern, and especially a, a morph like the zebra, where it's really the pattern that sort of you can go so many different directions with that pattern. You know, some are mm-hmm. like more black than yellow, so it looks like a pinstripe yellow. You got yeah. the opposite, where it's more yellow than black, and you got this pinstripe black or you could do like you know some of them have like it's all it's all it's crazy like man crazy blocky patterns right yeah make no damn sense you know and you lose right. that if you go a different route uh, well if you, you know, get super, super, super and then you get yeah. the whole you know i'm with you man it was like i i, I had to like a couple projects that were super zebra related and just the dying of the eggs. And, you know, I don't know, man, breed of morphs were like really kind of like, I don't know. It was a kick like in the, the balls, like, man. You know, like it's like you did all this work, you have all this stuff and then you just get shit snakes and you're like, what the hell do I do with this? And it's just, you know, that's what made me get out of Jags. That's, you know, it's just like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, such a bummer. I get it. People do it, and I have nothing against it. Just it's not me. You know what I mean? Like just for me, I can't do it. I don't think there's anything wrong with super zebras, uh, other than they're ugly. Uh, but I'm I'm never gonna do a zebra to zebra pairing. Yeah, okay. I, I will never. I have never. I will never. I certainly have the ingredients. It's not gonna be a pairing that I do. Yeah. Um, 
because I like normals too. You know what I mean? Like I love the normal. I want both. I don't. I don't want to have all zebras in one clutch. You want straight. You want zebras and cool jungles. Yeah. The normal jungles look. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know. That that's that's kind of where I'm headed. That's my um. That that's my pet project for the jungles. Or I want zebra everything, and I do want gelatin zebras. Which yeah. I won't call gelatin zebra, but I totally want to throw gelatin because if I was going to do gelatin anything, mm. I would do, do an ivory zebra. Right, that makes sense. That makes the most sense out of anything to do that. And then I, I don't know what I, I would, just would honestly depend on how the babies look, and then I would tweak it from there and carry that project wherever I wanted, and and you know, and that's all good and fine. Right. Um, I just really like zebra stuff. I don't know, that's my thing. Yeah, cool. Worth I a like, shot. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um, so, all right. I think, uh, I think that's, that's probably, uh, I think we probably all agree to some extent on that, uh, topic, but I guess my closing thing that we can sort of rant on is like, where did, what, what's the, what you feel, what do you feel is like the carpet Python community hobby, whatever? Like, where do you think that, what do you, where do you think it's at? State of the Union kind of a deal, like you know, what what's the state of the carpet python Morelia hobby? Um, stagnant. Sweet, cool. <laughs> you know, I, I don't mean that to be negative. I I just think that the the excitement for carpet pythons isn't today what it was two, three, four, or five years ago. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, and, and and that's okay. Yeah. Things trend up and down. Things do what they do. Um, there's definitely some people that are super excited about it. And, and also, I think it depends on the keeper and their phase of where they're at. Because yes. people get into and out of things. And it, it's almost like you can map someone's trajectory and what they're into, depending on how long they've been into it and, and kind of where they started. Right. You know what I right. mean? Um, I think that pop ones are still super popular uh, you know i think that black and yellow is the coolest thing in the world coastals Jungles are always, always be yeah. on the back burner for some reason i don't yeah. know why i i think i think they're rad um, me and uh, eric hernandez are going to change that there you go um, eric <laughs> eric hernandez is light years ahead of you buddy yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah no <laughs> doubt yeah he's got some nice stuff man yeah that dude's that dude's on fire starting to get to a point where it's like that that red is mind numbing. I don't even need to look at the comments that say that this guy bought it from America. Well, and, oh, there it is. So uh, that, that red jag you have isn't too shabby there either, my friend. Right. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's all right. She's yeah. okay. So you but, think? It's, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I go ahead. don't think that carpets are a good investment animal if you are trying to make money. If you're trying to make money. Breed ball pythons. Yeah. Okay. Yep. If you love carpet pythons and you think carpet pythons are the shit, breed carpet keep pythons. Breed <laughs> carpet pythons. But they're not your investment snake. They're not your money snake. Okay. They're your awesome snake. That's beautiful to look at, fun to interact with, not nearly as bitey as people think they are. You know, like there's so many different great things about carpet pythons. But if you're thinking about breeding them because you're you're gonna make a bunch of money and like retire off carpet pythons, <laughs> that's cute. Been doing it for ten years. Eventually, that retirement's coming, right? So 
you know, it's just, you know, they're a great, I, I like the price range that they're at, you know, most of them being up. I mean, what's the most expensive morph that you've seen right now? I mean, we're up at what? 3,000, maybe 3,500. Yeah. Right. You know, that was about the mm-hmm. most expensive that you can buy a carpet Python at right now. Right. What about a ball Python? I have no idea. I'm sure it's probably. Pythons, the problem is ball Pythons have a very large price range. Because they have so many different mutations and combinations and this, that, and the other thing. So you see at the shows how there's like multiple tables of ball pythons. I guarantee you if you went around, you could have ball pythons that are like $25 all the way up to like 5 k Like and every number in between. And I'm sure right. some somebody like Kabilka is probably yeah. selling his for like ten k. There's still plenty of ten thousand dollar snakes out there, though, right? Of course, yeah. 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 I mean, that's but that's where I kind of have the thing where I have my carpet projects that I'm enjoying, but I'm finding more enjoyment out of the weird fringe species shit, like Timors and White Lips and. You know, now I'm the worst part is that now I'm wandering into fringe species colubrids, which is fringe on fringe. It's ridiculous. The best part about that is, though, um, Mm. you're going to cycle back around. -uh. Yeah. Yeah. -uh. Nuh-uh. Yeah, you I'm will. Gonna go that way. Here's the thing. I'm going to go that way into the woods. And Here's the thing. I bet you this is what happens. This is what's going to happen, right? Everybody that was into carpet pythons, you know, all of a sudden they get in this kick, whether it's influenced by people like us or YouTube people or whatever, you know, then all of a sudden they want this like species that's outside of the norm and isn't necessarily kept by everybody or you know and i think i think if everybody's honest with themselves part of that is ego i think part of that thing has nothing to do with the fact that you're super happy about this snake you just want to be the person that breeds it and can say to everybody and make your post and look i oh, will look so and so bred this oh somehow he's the greatest oh somehow she's the greatest because they bred the white lip or they bred I, the- I will make but meanwhile referring to me as king owen when i come back to the show <laughs> after i get the white lips but <laughs> right. go on but well see you're different owen I you, know I'm a glutton you for like punishment. the pain. You like the pain. <laughs> that's that's there is that's no where I doubt. Differ. That's why I have a in my opinion mad hog baby. Yes. Mad hogs right here well, because apparently I enjoy this shit. And there's <laughs> people like that that are that are drawn to these these obscure things because they like the challenge or whatever. But mm-hmm. I would say I would venture to say that the majority of people that get into those type of species Myself included, right? Halma right. Harris, right? Was right. I passionate right. about Halma Harris as I was no. as, a, as an IJ? No. Fuck no. No way. But you wanted but it was to like, try. Oh, I want to try it and I want right. to see if I can take a, a stab at the herpticulture history and be the one of the be people the that was able to produce this thing. And like, you know, you know what happens nine times out of ten? You don't produce it because you're not passionate about it, right? Right. So I could give two shits if carpet pythons are worth two bucks. I don't care if they're worth $10,000. To me, that's my snake, right? That's the snake yeah. that I will always have. That's the snake yeah. that I will always be into. It doesn't give a shit about what's going on. It doesn't matter to me. But what's going to happen is everybody's going to drop their carpets, right? And they're going to say, oh, no, I don't want to get out. I want to be there. I want to I want to breed this and Maclots and this and that and Apador and all these different shit. And like, oh, yeah, that's great, you know? But then they're like, oh, well, these kind of suck. 
And that's why I keep saying that, you know, just make sure you know what you're getting into, right? Yeah. If you're coming from a carpet python and now all of a sudden you're going to have a ring python, right? Well, when you're having a carpet python, you don't necessarily have to worry about the two of them eating each other. So you're just like, rings? oh, yeah, you know, oh, dude, well, there's like, a reason why people don't produce them. <laughs> you know what I rings, mean? <laughs> yeah. And rings are on that thing where it's like, I mean, my ring python, it, her cage is constantly wet just because of the humidity and like the fact that she has that humid hide box and but she's also voracious she wants food every fucking time and she yeah. comes flying out but, that cage but i yeah. think the part that i often leave out of that that speech that i give when i say yes. that is like that if you feel the way that i feel about carpet pythons about ring pythons then, then you need to do rings. go for it then man. you need to do as many rings do what as you, you can. do you yep. can sell all your shit and you know be the ring python person because that's what you love to do, you know. And the the, the Swedish couple that's over, you know, over in Europe, they they mm -hmm. do ring pythons and they're, they they fucking, have those crazy bad ones and all kinds of crazy shit. Or it's like a black head and it's just an orange snake. It's like God yeah. damn it! Like yeah, it's. Well, what'll happen is people will like all of a sudden something will happen. I mean, mm -hmm. it happened with pop ones. Remember when we started this? Nobody gave two shits about an IJ carpet, right? right? And all of a sudden, like you're posting them up. It's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. And then somebody else gets them and likes them and posts some stuff up. And now everybody, it turned a, a hundred dollar snake turned into a $400 snake, yeah. which to me is that prime spot. And I think to me where Morelia people, carpet Python people miss the boat is that we're not selling them as pets to people. We're mm -hmm. selling them as breeding projects. They are oh, pets. Yeah. They are like the perfect pet python. I don't care yeah. what you say, man. They're, they're the perfect pet python for somebody. They're big enough to be on display. They're going to be out. They're arboreal. They're not as finicky as a chondro, right? Chondros yeah. can be a little bit finicky, right? You know, and yeah. if that's your snake, whatever. But like yeah. to the average person that's going to go and get a pet snake and they want a python and they want something big, right? You know, they go to the ball python, but then you got the whole it doesn't eat for this time frame. And that's simple shit for us. Right. That dealt with that kind of stuff. But to the average person that's just buying a pet, they're going to be like, oh, my God, what am yeah, I going to do? Freak out. Slinky yeah. is not eating. He hasn't eaten in weeks. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Man. I, you know I, I actually I'm down off my soapbox. I actually had a I had a caramel jag that went blind in one eye and and he had some pretty bad Nero. Uh and Melissa took him into the office for some just a vet checkup and one of the techs there like absolutely loved him and I'm like take him. And he's now living the life of a retired breeder in a giant ass cage all set up with sticks and shit. He's the only python she owns and she's like oh he sits out and he's gorgeous and I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. I Totally forgot all these things about him, but yeah, yeah. like he is. I, so. I think for me, right. And again, again, this is, and I'm just being honest, right. Mm -hmm. You know, like years ago when I was like, oh, I want to keep all these species of pythons because I was influenced by guys like Nick and Ryan and all this stuff. Right. But Drew that's Adam where their, that's where their passion is. Right. And it right. took years to find out that my passion is Australian reptiles. That's what it is. You know what I mean? I love Australian reptiles. It's the happiest I've been in my collection because I'm keeping things that I want. And not what I think that I have to have in order to have some kind of cred, 
You tell like, the people I, what you got. You know what I mean? I don't fucking gecko, care. I don't you care. You gecko breeder. Yeah. Like, you want to tell the people what you did? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a gecko. Who cares, man? See? It's like it's like somehow I'm less of a reptile keeper because I have a gecko. My God. You know what I mean? It's right. like, but, to be fair, that's because you already had to deal with crickets because you got the yeah, monitors. You yeah, have crickets yeah. now. Right. You open a new floodgate right. of shit. Because yeah. Now if you can deal with crickets, that. soon he'll have a dubia right. colony. Any yeah. minute now. Yeah, 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 no doubt. You don't have a dubia colony? Not yet. Not yet. Don't you worry. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah. that's coming soon. I know. I got the Kimberleys and the Ackies and the. And you got it. It was a a rough skill gecko, right? No, it's an an oscillated. um, It's, uh, what would you call it? An oscillated. Shit. You're making me draw a blank. Yes. I don't know know what you're talking about. You didn't come prepared. I don't know geckos. (laughs) I don't like animals that are designed to come apart. I know the scientific Mm -hmm. name, but I've never said it out loud, and I'm not going to say it out loud because it's going to make me sound like an idiot, as usual. And we don't want to do this. Scott's paying attention. He's going to be like, you idiot. Lucas is saying velvet gecko. Yeah, Yeah, it's an operated velvet gecko. Okay. Yeah. Intern gets a point. Thank right. you, Lucas. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> That's awesome, man. No doubt. No, definitely do what you love. And if you love giant bitey snakes at head level, I think you're a little crazy, but yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, just it's, 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 it's a little bit. It's a little bit. So if King Horn and I were to become available, would you jump on that grenade? Absolutely. Hell right. what yeah. About, what about Absolutely. Owen Pelly Python? It's Absolutely. Close. Okay. Of course I would. All right. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I, That's a huge, <laughs> massive yes. I'd sell everything. Jesus. <laughs> you wouldn't? I, I mean, mean, dude. <laughs> come on. You wouldn't know. Uh, you and I both know. Snakes I'm attached to. Well, yeah, uh, you wouldn't, wouldn't sell any everything, but you would make room. Yeah, I would too. You know, it's uh, you I'd know, sell everything except that stack <laughs> start start from the beginning it's just, it's just you and gypsy again <laughs> start from the beginning scrap it all just back I've done to the beginning <laughs> yep. i've, I've been uh, four times throughout my life i mean jesus uh, i'd be way further along and where i'm at right now if i hadn't moved from california to utah to california to tennessee to california back to tennessee back to california which literally happened all so of that is true. That's you, the timeline of my life. You're just going to stay in Cal. You're staying Cali right now. You, I am you, you going good. Nowhere. You're nowhere. Okay. This is it. San All Diego right. for life, baby. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got close with Tennessee. You were close to being in, in within the East Coast grasp. You know. See, yeah. he knew Scott yeah. knew exactly what it is, and I would have butchered that. It's Oidura, and I'm probably butchering it now. Manilus. But- Manilus. Yeah. Monilus, Monilus, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know, man. I I just love Australian <laughs> shit. That's it. That's where it's at. That's what's the it. word on Australia? Will export open? Never, never, no. never, never. There, oh, there has to be a lot of lobbying for that to. It's be not there. enough money, right? Which there is. If you were to open it up to captive born and bred breeder, like breeders to export captive born and bred animals. The money would be there, but no, there's never, not enough money on the front. Exactly, end. it's never going to happen. Plus, there's too much of an open thing of potential poaching and stuff like that. So it's never going to happen. Yeah, ever. I don't think so. Unless, either. unless the Australian government loses its mind, um, which well, I would which be. One of the reasons I love Australian stuff so much is like 
we're two or three generations away from it's probably not going to be here, you know? I yeah. mean, dude, uh, yeah. like Owen Pelly's are already on the AZA list from Gavin, so they could already be sent over to uh, and any AZA accredited facility in the U.S. So why can Owen Pelly be on an AZA list but not King Hornet? I don't know. I think the King Hornets could probably be on the list, but I'm not sure if they were. I mean, if they're being produced in uh, a, I think maybe um, Gavin has some sort of license or something like that to allow him to export the animals or for them to be in AZA things. I would think any AZA zoo in Australia that has scrubs could put them on a list that any zoo in the U.S. could jump on. So I don't know. I would say a zoo in the U.S. could get King Hornet. I just noticed that Lucas put water in the oh what a <laughs> comment. And the intern has lost it. Oh, Scott, oh, oh. No. Throw, hold on, throw Scott's comment up. Yeah, there. because King Hornet is not recognized as a species in Australia. I so didn't know a, that. Nina in Australia. No, it's uh, isn't it? Uh, I want to say it's Clark's eye, maybe. There's two two of them, right? So there's two scrubs in Australia, and they're Clark's eye. No, not both of them. I think one. one is, I think they want to say is one is. Um, I always fuck this up because um, I'm not really a scrub guy. But there's, there's God two, help us. There, there's two different. <laughs> supposedly, there's two different. Can we just species. send him the link. Yeah, can we just tell him to get on the phone? Get him <laughs> Man, send him the link. This is why I don't like it that we're not a call-in show anymore. We can't just scream. Uh all right. Oh, thanks, Scott. It's still Amnestina. Okay. Yeah. Right. There you go. Simple, simple answer. Well, then, yeah, I would imagine that you could get a scrub if you're a zoo. I, yeah, I think so. But why? Well, the the San Diego Zoo had one that they said is the largest species of python in Australia, and boom, 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 boom. And but the thing is, it was clearly a strong. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Just that's just, that's the other part, you know. It was perfect, beautiful, massive, beautiful <laughs> part. Uh, you know, every bit of a 15 foot snake. Send yeah. the link, I have five minutes. Do it. <laughs> Get, do things, do things. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I would, I would. Rough scales got here and got in private hands. It's only a matter of time for Owen Pelly. Yeah. It, it, it can, it can Where there's happen. a will, there's a way. They'll, gotta, it'll get there. It's got to happen. Yeah. I, I, I think it would be fantastic. I mean, just, just looking at all the different photos. I'm just, I just want one, dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know why I want one? Because I don't want to retick. Yeah. I don't want to burn. Retick suck. I mean, I get okay. African rock python would be kind of cool, but I just don't have. Wait a minute! You don't want to retick. You don't want a berm. So what you want is something the size of a retick and a berm, but with attitude. Yes, that makes very little sense. Who but all right, makes great sense. Shut, <laughs> shut up! I I am not. I am the host on this program. <laughs> I don't have to answer questions. Uh, you do. <laughs> oh man! Anyway. So- um, yeah, there he is. what else would be cool that we can't have that I do want because you know Eric was talking it. Yeah, it's great. We have special guest appearance. Yep. Yes. We, we we fucked up too badly. Scott has to come. Yeah, yes. <laughs> 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 Honestly, 
Honestly, guys, good day, everyone. It's not not too bad. The, the issue is is that the Australian government follow COGGA, right? So COGGA's book, if you guys haven't seen it, I'm sure if most of you guys have seen it. Um, the last reiteration of that was from 2018. Mm. Um, how, along with a few of us, have got the same problem with the Chippendale paper in that they did a good job with regards to NORTA and... Tracy A and a few of these other ones, but they did a bit of a bit of an average job when it came to defining where Amethystina and King Horneye stop and start. And so the issue then becomes the Torres Strait. And so in the Torres Strait, you've got an animal called Juraburakensis, you've got an animal called Clarkeye, and you've got uh, further south, you've got King Horny. And so depending on which is the appropriate name, that requires more research. And so Hal and a number of and Hal and others, and we followed suit, the reason we used amethystina is for stability. So rather than going and going, oh, we're going to call it King Orny when it, it might be something else or whatever, we've just left it as the status quo. And so as a result, because the Australian government follow what Cogger has in regards to legislation, and he's only recognised amethystina, that's why you don't see King Horn Eyes coming out of Australia because there's no such thing as King Horn, according to the Australian government. Oh, wow. That's crazy. You just dropped a bomb. So they That's... won't even grant any kind of a permit for a zoo because this animal doesn't exist. No, because they would give you a permit for Amethystina. The wow. animal exists, but it exists as Amethystina, Amethystina. not as King Horn. Okay. Okay, so it still exists. It's not like it's an undescribed species or anything. It's 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 not big there, but but, but shut it's, up. Uh, <laughs> but it's cla- It's only cla- it, the reality of it is as classed as as amethystina as opposed to king horny or whatever. Now there's there's likely two species of scrub in Australia. Yeah. One of them will probably end up being king horny because king horny's from uh, described from Lake Barine near Cairns. And so that's this southern thing where there's a, probably another one up on the Torres Strait, and that's also likely in southern New Guinea. So, you know, there's people working on it as well. So, you know, without letting the cat out of the bag too much, there's more shit to fucking figure out. Gotcha. And that the zoos in the U.S. just might not be interested in importing something that's still being worked on or whatever. It's not a money grab or whatever. I don't know. Well, I don't understand why you want them, to be honest. I mean, we don't have them. I've, I've, caught, I've, I've caught them, and I've caught some fucking massive ones. And well, What's the largest crab you've caught locally? 17 feet. Jesus. And thicker than my thigh. And I'm not a little fella. I'm not tall, but I'm a fat bastard. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Right. And- That's a lot of snake. Oh There's a if you want to see how fucking big it is, right? I've got a size 13 foot, right? Mm. So that gives you a bit of an idea. You jump on my YouTube, it says massive Somalia amethystina, and I put my foot down next to this fucking thing. It is huge. It is wow. a scary snake. And awesome. I looked at that thing and I was more scared of it than working with a fucking Taipan out and fucking 300 cats in nowhere. <laughs> there's no anti-venom to lack of oxygen. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> very big true. Snake. That is a big snake. And it was, man, I was just, I was recovering from surgery and when I came across this thing and I wasn't meant to be picking up two kilos and 
yeah, it was a big snake. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. That's so That's cool. Awesome. Oh, wow. But yeah, seriously, if you if you have a look at that YouTube, um, you'll see that. You'll see an idea of the size of it. It's it's a fucking massive snake. I'm going to wow. check that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I thought it was a crocodile when I first saw it. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. So I, I shine, right? So anyone that I think I've explained what eye shining is before. So I, I shine this thing from like 50 meters away and I was in a swamp and I was sitting there and I looked at this thing and I've gone, fuck, those eyes are a long way apart. Fuck, it must be a croc. And I was thinking it was like a little five foot salty or something like that. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And so I'm creeping up to this thing. And then next thing I just see this fucking snake, just a mass just like appear out of the fucking grass. I'm like, holy shit, that's big. And look, I've seen a lot of scrubbies. I'd never seen anything like this. Right? Wow. And I'm like, and I'm like, far out. How the hell, what the hell am I going to do with this? And I was like, well, and like I was two and a half K from the car where it was. And I was like, I'm not lugging my camera back by the time I get. And then I was like, oh, how do I? how am I going to do this and that's why it's a guess of, of around 16 to 17 feet because I can't I couldn't measure it it's too big for me to pick up Jesus not that I'd ever pick something up in the bush anyway you know no 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 <laughs> never that yeah, never happens no no, no it's no, <laughs> no. <laughs> nobody's no. ever done that <laughs> no 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 it was um it was quite incredible though, that's for sure so um but yeah so cool wow right Very on cool. Thanks, man that's awesome so i'll do a monolith by the way eric yes there it is i got right. it and and mate as much as i'll give people shit and all the rest of it, you guys i'll give you shit about the way you pronounce words in general as opposed to anyone having a crack at anyone having a crack at pronouncing a scientific name at the end of the day anyone that, that does that actually has a go at somebody over it or tries to make them feel like a dick they need to be slapped Right, because at the end of the day, we all have to learn. We all have to learn somewhere, yeah. right? We don't, you know. It's that's what's wrong with the fucking hobby is people are in it to try and fucking belittle people. Mm. How about fucking instead of belittling someone, how about you help somebody instead? Right. We don't have to be assholes, you know. All right, but you still said King Horny. King Horny. <laughs> the horny scrub. That's what I'm gonna. Oh god damn it! <laughs> so it's a single I. If it's a single I, it's pronounced E, right? right. So got it. You know, it's it's a single I. You pronounce it as an E. You know, it makes you you know, and whatever floats your boat. You know, at the end of the day. <laughs> just, you know, we can talk go. about you being called Marilia House, Brandon, when you're keeping Somalia. <laughs> I have more. He has Morelia. It's okay. <laughs> and they were Morelia when I when I named myself Morelia House. Scrubs were still Morelia for the record. Yeah, but if you've evolved the shirt and you've evolved everything, and you're doing this. Why don't you change the name? And be done with it. Yeah, uh, I still uh, think the Morelia. It's I think Morelia. No, it's great to say that. We we were. I'm taking uh, the fit. Hold on. We, we were talking about this in uh, at Carpet Fest. That if I yeah. can actually get a clutch of scrubs on the ground, 
we're going to do a shirt where I cross out the Morelia and then put Somalia like in just do just, it. That, and just that's how good. buy the babies. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just, for sure. You can call yourself Somalia Shack. That was, I was about to say that. We all know, we all know with Eric's um, changes in regards to his keeping strategy, it's now monitor Python radio as opposed to. Oh my God. And, and I, I quit. I quit. I can't do it. I don't have any. Damn. No, no, you don't, you don't have to quit. Your contract is now defunct. Oh, you're right. I've That's been, right. I've, I'm free. <laughs> like, you should be bought. No, no, you should now be paid out because it's uh, more, Eric's done this. So yeah. you need to get paid out. The problem is, is zero of zero is still zero. That's right. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That is 100% correct. That is a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fire, of course. All right. Well, look, um, great conversation so far. I'm really enjoying it. Hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully you guys can give me some more shit because I'm always deserve more shit and yeah, go from there. Oh, oh geez, there it is. There it is. That's, that's the video. All right. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. So just just follow. Yeah. So follow this through. So. Oh, that's. The I haven't got a tiny fucking hand, and that's the back end of the snake. You can see how ticked off it is too. Look at the way it's flicking its fucking tail. Right. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait till you see this. This is the part that will fucking actually sort of. Uh, you go right. Okay, this is a decent size snake, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it doesn't look that big. And any minute we'll uh, find the yeah. head here. Yeah. Oh, it's a big fucking snake. Jesus. Oh, oh, holy yeah. shit. oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, it's a big snake, man. Oh wow. my god. Now, now, remember, remember just how long and skinny fucking scrubbies are. Yeah. And, right. and yeah, that is a big fucking <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Love it. Uh, wow. You know, so, so yeah. I mean, it, yeah. And, and honestly, it, it, a snake that size—that that was. You sit there and go, oh, and we talk about on licensing over here and all the rest of it. They're worried about people keeping tie pants. Fuck, I'll be more scared about someone keeping that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you know, honestly, the reality of it is, as a snake like that, I don't care fucking how experienced any of the people are here on this list, on this podcast. Are. Yeah. None of us can handle that snake if that snake decides to go fucking nuts. Yeah, no, you cannot no, do no. it. You, no. they, they, you've got to go right. You know what? I need to shut the fucking door and walk out. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. come back, and then come back in ten minutes when the snake is armed, and then come back into it. Because a snake that is throwing loops like that of that size, you can't control. Yeah, no, hundred percent. No, that'd be nuts. That's why I wear up people with Apodora, man. They don't realize how freaking strong that snake is, man. They, yeah, they, yeah I, I've, I'd love I've been, to play. I've been wrapped. I, I got wrapped by a pretty good sized burn once. That sucked. That sucked. <laughs> That's. Have you guys oh, anything big? Like, oh, you were afraid. Oh, I was grabbed by a 15 foot scrubby on the shoulder and it wrapped me and I was wearing a big jacket and because I was wearing a big jacket, the teeth didn't get me great. Um, but when it went around me and it, and it actually fucking gripped, I was like, holy shit. I could not inflate my chest when it gripped. And it was only because I had the, the, I grabbed it by the head. It decided to throw the coil around my arms instead of 
around my throat. And because mm-hmm. it threw, and it was all complete fucking luck as opposed to good management. It, when I grabbed it by the head, it grabbed around my wrist, pulled my wrist together, and then I've got this snake now down by the down by my arms. I could then get my my leg into it, pushed it off with my leg, and then the snake let go of the head, and then the snake just sort of fucking bit me on the bloody leg a couple of times, and then pissed off over behind other enclosures. I could get control of it again, but. That was through dumb luck as opposed to good management. Right. Jesus. You know, um, and that's a 15-footer. You know, can compare that to that thing that was only about two feet longer, but the mass, the mass of that snake was so much more. Um, how, how people keep large berms and large anacondas and large reticulated pythons and shit like that overseas and there's not more death, I don't understand it. Yeah, they feed the shit out of them so they can't move. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's like a cheeseburger coma. Yeah, yeah. eating it pigs, it won't do anything. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's look. Don't get me wrong. There's risk. There's risk to everything. There's risk to crossing the street. Sure, you know. There's risk in eating a hamburger. You know. There's there's risk in all sorts of stuff. So yeah, at the end of the day, we've got to. You got to add up risk and all the rest of it, but at the same time, some snakes are, are much more of a handle, more uh, more of a problem, I suppose, than people realise at times. That's all. So, yeah, yeah. That's the best thing about carpet pythons; they don't get big enough to really fucking make a big mess here. That's right. It's true, or make a giant mess in their cage. You know, big snake takes big shit. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'll stick with my oh, crap. Yeah, man. We've only, as I said, we've only got Imbricata and diamonds these days. Yeah, Son so. of a bitch! Damn, <laughs> what happened? You know, uh, it's, it's a, nice jab. If you get if you get to keep him, you might as well keep the best one. You know, that's right. Um, um, Eric's been throwing a hell of a lot of interest in Owen too of late, so that's um, that's quite good. That's good. That's yeah. good. You know, I've, hopefully, I'll, hopefully, I'll get some lockups, and you know, we can. That'll, that'll be an interesting photo to put up. <laughs> the uh, Eric and Owen babies. That All would right. be really Eric, weird. <laughs> Eric and Owen babies. Outside. Uh, you yours outside, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got them outside. So um, the diamonds are out all winter. You'll see them out on the thing. As the Imbricata are a, a bunch of pussies. They're out uh, half the time in winter and half the time they're not. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's it's really nice keeping them outside. And honestly, I still don't understand why more people don't keep them outside. You're in California, Brandon. Fuck, I'll be keeping most of my shit outside if I could. Dog, crazy man. No, nah, yeah. somebody would report him doing something, and he'd have to deal with that crap. So, yeah, I, just, I don't trust him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks. That's yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, honestly, like keeping him outside is so much more fun. Oh, oh yeah. I uh if I ever move into a, a larger yard, you know, better backyard situation, thousand percent yeah. I want to do it. Thousand percent I want to do it. I'm just not really set up for where I'm at right now, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you know, keep going out with the room, man. It's, it's you know, I caught a little bit of it at the start of the, the thing and it looked fucking amazing. So, you know, oh, I'm Man, thank you. I'm, I'm I'm working hard on it. I'm, I'm dropping. Uh, your your room was honestly my motivation to do my room. Because <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom, 
That thing is perfect. I mean, Dude, it's, it's mint. I, I love the moon that. in yeah. there. Come yeah. on. That's, like, that's your reptile room goals. This yep. Yep. Oh, look, it's, you know what? And, you know, I'll do it over again and I'll do things differently again. So, yep. You know, yep. and we're, we're sort of going through this phase now where we're like, oh, let's let's reduce animals and I can drill holes in those enclosures. And instead of having the enclosure that's four feet by three feet by two feet, I can now turn it into eight feet by three feet and then yeah. just have a divider. And it's like, well, it's it's less it's less keeping because there's less animals and I get to enjoy them more. And yeah. I find that, you know, we all go through this, this thing where it's like, oh, let's get everything. And then it's like, hang on, I don't really want everything. But, but <laughs> some of these things suck. <laughs> it's like, uh, so this is work, you know, and, and that's the hard part is you get excited about stuff and you go, right, oh, I want to keep and then you're like, oh, do I really want to keep all that stuff? <laughs> and and then you're sort of like, but I don't know about you guys, I am so much of a fucking pain in the ass when it comes to actually moving animals on to because I yeah. want to make sure, I'd rather give something away and yep. know that it's going somewhere that is 100% spot on and yep. sell it. And because we keep a shitload of venomous stuff, we feel like we've actually got like a duty of care to make sure that people yeah. are getting the animals. Got yeah. half an idea. Last thing I want is a phone call from an angry wife or an angry husband because their partner's just been killed because they've been dealing with something they shouldn't have been. Yeah. 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 Shit. You know venomous for yeah. me. I'm not playing that game, man. I get bit too often. Uh, got bit on the hand. You know, <laughs> you know what, though? It's funny, right? It, you, you can say that and, and that's, you know, whatever. If, you, if you're not interested in it, you're not interested in it. Um. But that's the other problem with venomous keeping is that people see people with venomous and they think that they're the, the upper echelon or for whatever reason. That's a load of shit. <laughs> There's so many good keepers that don't keep venomous. Um, it's it's not the best. You don't have to be – snakes aren't hard to keep and venomous snakes aren't any harder to keep than fucking anything else. Um, it just means that, you know, if you make a mistake, you might – Pay for it. There's <laughs> another it's level. <laughs> it's the liability and the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't want that liability. And I know that I am not the most responsible person out there. Okay. I'm fully aware of my shortcomings and my irresponsibilities. And I would do something dumb, leave a cage unlocked, yeah. leave a cage slightly open. There's something stupid that would happen that would be my fault and totally within my control. And I would do that just historically because sometimes I do that. And, 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 because, you can rec- and because you can recognize this is exactly why you're the people, that, you're the sort of person that should be keeping going. Of it. Because you actually understand that you can make a mistake. You're like, oh, well, I can make a mistake. All right. And this is how I'm going to prevent it. Right. right. And it's not, it's not necessarily hard to prevent it. It's all about putting in systems in place and all the rest of it. But at the same time, it's the people that, the, the ones that make it bad for everybody and venomous keepers make it bad for non-venomous keepers because they're the dickhead that gets a rattlesnake and they go, well, I'm going to put it in a fish tank and I'm going to put a brick on the top of the top of it to keep it lit there. <laughs> That'll do. You know? <laughs> She'll be right. It'll be okay. And then suddenly, for whatever reason, someone else needs that brick, so they lift the brick off. They don't put it back. And then suddenly there's a rattlesnake loose in some there, fucking apartment. There was something. that brick I was looking for. You know? Oh, that's how I used to keep snakes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. That's how so, I still do it. But that's sort of what it comes down to, you know? But 
That's cool. That was a fun little side cool. trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always fun hanging we out with send, Scott. We should send the link to more people who are vocal in the chat. Yeah, there we go. We'll start linking it up. All right. Yeah. Well, let's not go too far. Well, so. yeah, we like to do uh at least uh maybe every couple of months do a NPR live stream on on a Thursday night. It's always fun. When everything's working totally. Brandon talked me into it. We were gonna do it, you know, just record it solo and he's like eh, what about live he's like yeah maybe we should do it live that's way cooler yeah, you know get interaction there was the npr chat on facebook yeah season one season yeah. two bullshit uh, so we were at season 12 or some what is it 11 Dude, we're we're at season two. You let me come on. I think it was Dan Maleri was on, and you guys let me randomly call in for like ten minutes. (laughs) Oh, Uh, I remember that when people used to be able to call in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh God, thank God that's over. (laughs) Like I have things to say. Let me on, and then I got the number. So, so actually, today, today on the twenty third. Is the very first episode first of MPR we did. There you go. You somehow scrolled your way on the on the anniversary show. Post the link. You Jesus. have is there a link? Can you post no the link? Oh, of the original oh, show? Of the original yeah. show? Yeah, like, I still dude, have like it. Eric yeah. in the bathroom just oh, talking to himself. Yeah. Well, it's horrible. I'll post link. it up. I'll post it up. We do yeah. nobody needs to go revisit season one. I mean, come on, man. Dude, season one was when it was Dude, Carbon no, Python. No, I'll admit it. it you is had the, the book. Bet, no, it is you the, had the best podcast. Lineup. We sucked. First Carpet <laughs> like Fest was, happened. Dude, God. season one was the. That was where it was at. It was the great lineup. We sucked. The audio sucked. The well, yeah. sucked. I mean, yeah, but it's yeah compared to now. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Now, great, you know, man. I was there back for then. That, for the record, I was there. Yeah, I was fucking there. I listened yeah. to it. Oh, oh, right, right on. That's awesome. Yeah, you Brandon's had, been you had uh, less gray hair. I didn't have a beard. I think I was twelve. I don't know. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> other things. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't carrying around this extra. The other person. things were flat. Yeah, it yeah. was. <laughs> Good lord! I could move a cage without. You had just out. coastal carpets. Yeah, I had like nine <laughs> coastals, and I thought it was hot shit. You were like, "Yeah, I'm the man. I'm the man with my nine coastals." Yeah, yeah. watch out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all right, let's, uh, I guess we can wrap it up here and, uh, I feel on. like we accomplished what we came to do. Yeah, I man. Think we, I think we came on and ranted for two hours. Awesome, man. I, I always appreciate you coming on, man, Brandon. You're, you're a good, good dude. You got yeah. good insight and, you know, the only, you're the only guy stuff. I know that I actually turned into a verb. So like, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we said that a couple times in Australia. Well, it's like well, it we're up on the top of the, their Langy Mountain, and yeah. you know we're standing there. And we're like, "What? What do you think about us wheeling right off of this thing?" Of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> or when we're looking for timber rattlesnakes up in the the mountains of Pennsylvania, uh, like, my, yeah, my we could just still, wheel her right off of here, man. My favorite is that we were talking about the uh, African. We were talking about the the flying snake, 
And I'm like, if you wheeler that shit off the top of Eric's house, will it fly? <laughs> well, the thing is, I really do like jumping off of it. I know. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. But yeah, man, that's cool. <laughs> and you know what? It's it's, it's one not, of those things like I'm kind of glad now. that it happened because it's a story, man. I mean, you know, look. Hopefully the reptile hobby is still going 20, 30 years from now. And Brandon will be going on a show, her history, you know, something and be like, yeah, when I was at carpet fest, he did this thing. I just wheelered right off the roof, man. I, I, <laughs> I imagine Brandon jumping ramps in his little rascal scooter when he's like 80 years old or something uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I don't not, scooter, man. dude. I ski. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Either one works. But, I can't wait to get on snow this year. Yeah, and uh, you know what? You weren't the craziest thing to happen at a carpet fest. What? Something else happened that was nuttier? Oh, dude, yeah. The, the last carpet fest was... Uh, well, I heard about the cucumber <laughs> and the phone and the thing. Yeah. 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 I wasn't there for that either. If you involved, it's a different... Yeah, just, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, leave it at that. People I who are in the know will know what you're talking about. Yeah, Other everybody people, else is going to be like, what? You know <laughs> what you're talking about. Your imagination is running wild That's with fine. you. Yes. That's all right. But yeah, not the craziest. Sorry, you're a very hey, close second. Fair, though, that trophy you guys gave out. The horse's ass? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking motivated that shit. I'm, you did? You would, <laughs> You are the first. You did. I may you have never the first, You're trophy. the winner. But yeah. I'm the reason there is one, motherfucker. It should be just you on. It should just be a trophy of you. Yeah. Of course, just we didn't have anything to do with that. Just, just, yeah. But either way, good uh, times, man. Good times. Brandon, so. dude, throw, throw your yeah. stuff out there. Contacts, anything you Not want. Got a new website? About. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Load up. Moreliahouse.net. I also own .com. I'm just not savvy enough to figure out how to link the two together so they go to Neither the site. Neither am I. Now it's .net. <laughs> 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 Morelia House on Instagram. I can help you with that. on YouTube. I do not check Morelia House on Facebook. So Brandon Wheeler on Facebook. Cool. Um, you guys are awesome. I love this show. I love what you've done for the community. I love listening to you guys every week. I appreciate the entertainment, the fun, the laughs. And uh, fucking thank you. No, join their Patreon. Uh, it's only like ten bucks a month right now. These guys are only getting like three hundred bucks a month from everybody, which is bullshit. <laughs> I think we need to get those numbers up. So you know, if you guys listen to this every week, like I do, and you follow along and you learn what you've learned, throw a little money at these fellows. Go to the Patreon. Give give them a little bit of cash. They deserve it. Their shit. Uh, you can find linked on my website. So you go to moreliahouse.net, moreliahouse.net, go to the link section. You click on NPR, and then they have their T-shirts, their coffee mugs, everything else. Cool. Support them. Um, so thank you, guys. I appreciate everything you do. Yeah, yeah man. man. Thank you. No, this so. is awesome, and we'll catch up with you a little bit further down the road. Good luck with all your shit you got going on, and uh, hopefully uh, empty cages, full pockets at the show this Saturday. And so Yeah, man. So Okay. Enjoy. Buy my shit. There you go. That's yeah, the best. That's the best way to do that. What do you got? Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? What are you selling? Yeah, what are you selling? Carpets, uh, granites, uh, granite pop ones. I've got some fifty uh, percent hypo possible head stripes. Maybe I'll sell you a fifty a uh, hypo stripe. Maybe I have to like you. Otherwise, yeah. they're not for sale. 
Um, I think I only have one or two left that are available. Um, but yeah, I do have Hypo Stripe uh, Bradley. Um, the Amazon Tree Boas. Uh, oh, shit. Boas, oranges and yellows. Uh, jungle Carpets, Zebras. Uh, I have three female Brisbanes uh, left. And that's that. That's all I've got left for the Brisbanes. I didn't put those on the website. So after the show, whatever doesn't sell, I'll put it on the website. Cool. I got a mail from them. I'm telling you, they're smoking hot. So if you're looking for a cool carpet python, that's the way to go. But cool. Awesome. Right. Well, all right. What I'll say, Eric, would we have to throw anything out there housekeeping wise? Calendar contest. Do it. Yeah, uh, you got what? A, oh, like a week? You got till like October first. October first, midnight. Yeah, it turns off. I don't want to hear any. You come to me at one a.m. Go fuck yourself. It's done. Right. You missed it. There you, you go. Got October first. <laughs> all right. All right. Owen's shutting that down. I will. Um, and just as a side note, Darwin carpets are on the cover. In case I you haven't noticed up, that. All right. And we haven't said a couple of people have been messaging me on where that they submit. So Morelia Pick of the Week is a Facebook right. group that we uh, have going on and it's been there since probably about the dawn of the, the podcast. Yes. Uh, I think when Facebook was just coming out, right? Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, go over there. Uh, there's a pin thread there. You can uh, go on there and check it out and just post, uh, you know, um, what kind of snake it is, it what There's category rules. it is. Yeah, yeah you got it. Just read right it. There. Just it. read the thing and you can take care of it. If you have any questions, just drop an, uh, a, a message to me or Eric and we can walk you through. But you have to go join MP, uh, the NPR Morelia Pick of the Week. Uh, you have to request access. So if you request and you're not... Answer the damn in, questions, man. Thank you. That's all you got to do. Answer the damn questions and then we will get an alert. If you don't hear back or not let in within 24 hours, just drop us a private message on facebook i'll jump in there and i'll take care of it okay right. yeah cool. owen's in charge of that stuff god so. damn right he is right it's the only thing um, i do in this freaking <clears throat> program i'm gonna do it right <laughs> uh what else do we got so calendar contest uh we took care of that uh i, I think, covered the patreon you covered the patreon yeah, you I mean, got that. that he did that better than we did. um so yeah i know right yeah i know uh, oh, you're hired yeah, um, that's it moreliapythonradio.com or moreliapythonradio.net if you want to follow the website that's all I got. Cool. So uh, that's all we have for everybody tonight. So we'll say thanks all for listening, and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night. <laughs>